Welcome to Nerds of the Square Circle. We are a weekly podcast where we talk about and review the latest in wrestling news. I am your host, Snarf Chris. This is Sam Jericho. Philip, the dude with the headband. The dude with the headband. The dude, you are the dude with the headband. Um, like I said on the last podcast, we're going to kind of be going through some growing things. We're trying to figure out this really the format of the show. Um, two new hosts. Uh, hopefully they'll be sticking around. Uh, we will still be seeing Durf and uh, Johnny Stash back every once in a while, but right now... Welcome, guys. We Thank got you. these it's good to be here. nerds or not nerds, whatever you want to call us. Yeah, you don't I, like the nerd thing, huh? No, that's too much of a it's stigma. Like, that's well, like the branding of the whole entire website is somewhat nerdy, and you, like I, I'm not a nerd. It's yeah. okay, I can be an outside. He's the control against the normal. Experience. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, of course, uh, like I said, we are uh, brought to you by the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Uh, make sure to go check out all the other podcasts in the family, Somewhat Nerdy Radio, which I'm also the host of, and Future Flexible Billion. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and there'll be links to everything in the show notes page on Somewhat Nerdy. And if you dig the podcast, leave us a ranking wherever you're listening to it at. iTunes, SoundCloud. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Share it. Share it, like it. Subscribe. Share it, like it. Subscribe. Those things. Anyway, let's get right into it. Well, hello, fellas. How you doing, um, man? Good morning. So to get to everybody to get to know y'all a little bit, um, how about you tell everybody a little about yourself? Sam, Sam. With you. All right. Uh, well, I am. My name is Sam Jericho. I'm 28 years old, and I've been watching. He didn't ask age, sex, location. It's fine. I like. I it's, enjoy. It's open interpretation. I enjoy <laughs> long walks on the beach and candlelit dinners and everybody love does. on a bearskin rug. Everybody does that. Everybody yeah. does that. Uh, I've been watching wrestling since I was what, 12, 11, 12 years old, something like that. So a long time, at least half my life. 80s late night early 90s uh mid mid 90s mid 90s uh i mean i you know i got into it and then immediately found as much as i possibly could so gotcha. there's, there's not there's not a lot of wrestling that i'm not aware of but current yeah. product on from right. from the late 90s any downtime in between not, not really, really. See, no. yeah i, I mean i've been consistent thing. the whole yeah. time yeah but yeah every most of the people that i know got into the boom attitude era time mm-hmm. and then all my friends kind of slacked off on it but i stayed the course that was like very hulk hogan uh americana <clears throat> thing and then when mm-hmm. everyone you're a w- real american re- yes yeah. and then i was big wcw guy cause stink and then yeah. added to error after okay. that so okay. and then i took like 10 years off what 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 made you not what made you stop watching i heard sting was back okay that was the only so reason saw, i came back yeah so. that was a lot of people yeah. so were you upset when when you yeah. when he started watching and he was back <laughs> no, that was like, terrible because he he had the one match was uh triple h i'm yeah. like he's gonna lose and he did um and then he got hurt with seth rollins i'm like two I was, matches i was at i was in san antonio when he had that match with rollins really and it was it was good it was scary to watch yeah now well it's you don't think about how old he is mm-hmm. until you see like Stink. it's weird. Well, when you watch it on television and they do the fake, someone's hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, it always seems kind of fabricated. And then when they really are hurt, it feels like it's the same way. When you're there in person, you, you can it. tell the difference. When somebody gets hurt, somebody's hurt. People freak out. Yeah. The, the, How the much live goes, programming have you been to, Chris? Never. I've never been to a oh, live show. Never been to a show I've you? never even been to an independent show. Oh, like wow. I've never seen wrestling happening. Right in front of me. You got to go Saturday. The, Saturday. This Saturday, November twelfth, Wildcat Sports. New Orleans. <laughs> Plug me. Gotta be there, man. So, 12, since you were 12 on, oh, yeah. all about it. All about it, yeah. How about you, Phil? Oh, we're gonna go to me? Uh, it started probably when I was 
I want to say four or five. I went to my uncle's house one day and he had the TV on as a Saturday afternoon. And it was when WWF and WCW would have their Saturday afternoon programming. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing Doink the Clown and it blew my mind. I loved clowns when I was little, but I was terrified of the, the real clowns. It's the worst. It's so I saw Doink the Clown, and I asked my uncle, I was like, what is this? And he says, wrestling. And he grew up watching wrestling, and he would go to all the Mid-South stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, I spent summers with him growing up. And every summer, we would watch WCW, WWF back and forth. We'd flip back and forth until the programming was over with. And then after that, um, at midnight, a special program would come on that was ultra violent ecw ah, okay. and this was when i started watching it it was probably around the time where they broke away right after they broke away from eastern championship wrestling mm -hmm. when they became more extreme i had no ecw as a child Me neither. I, I was I, I was the only kid at school and at the same time i was so into it i think ahead of the game mm -hmm. i would Most buy the almanacs every year and i would read them and i would look at all these other promotions and my thing was i had a notebook with it and i would take notes out of the book and say how many different federations there were in the belt changes. Oh, J Jimmy Superfly Snuka was the first ECW champion. Really? Yes. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Road Warrior Hawk, like all, because it was just that's pre extreme. Mm -hmm. It was pre extreme, but they but... it was still extreme. There was no rules. There was no countouts. It was just really? wrestling. Yeah. So who owned it back then? Uh, it's, it was the same guy that owned it through most of it. Um, Terry what's... Gordy. No, not Terry Gordy. That's that's one of the Freebirds. Um, not Terry Gordy. Uh, Jim Terry... Gordy. What? It's something like that, though. I couldn't tell you. His last name's Gordon, like Jim Commissioner Gordon? Gordon, but not nice. Gotcha. But the but the, this is going to be for everybody to listen out there, since I'm such a cool rad guy. If anybody can leave a comment below about what channel it came on in New Orleans back in the late '90s, ECW, EC, F and W. If you if you let me know down there, I'm going to use my expenses and ship you a very special prize. So of your liking or mystery not. prize comment page on the page on someone please if you don't oh well i'll keep it and look at it but yeah I, I watched wrestling throughout that time and that was middle school and once i stopped spending summers with my uncle that went on for a couple of summers i kind of stopped watching it because none of my friends really watched it i had like two friends that watched it one of them I was super jealous of because he went and saw ecw when it came to homo one year what? and it blew my mind i was very irritated with him because his dad knew I loved wrestling. Didn't take it. And did not take me. So what I did was he bought him a Taz shirt. I stole it from him. Nice. <laughs> same thing happened. They did uh, They did the Royal Rumble in New Orleans in 2001, which a, a lot of people seem to think is one of the greatest Royal Rumbles of all time that had Benoit, Jericho, Ladder Oh, yeah, match, yeah. Okay, I know what you're uh, talking Stone about. Stone Cold yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's at least in the top five Royal Rumbles. Didn't get to go. Because sucks. I guess because my parents didn't want to bring me. They right? didn't. They didn't trust me to go by myself. They didn't. Uh, How old were you? I was uh, what ten, uh, something well, like that. Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Uh, if, and if they're not going to, they don't want to go. Yeah. They don't want to leave you to go alone. And around the same you know? time, I was. That's that's when. That's I, the same time frame. Yeah. Where I was not going to my uncle's anymore, but I had like one or two friends that liked wrestling. Alan was one of them. My other friend was Daniel. And his mom took us to WCW Nitro in the Superdome. Really? And we were in the nosebleed, so it looked like ants wrestling. Right, right, but right, right. it was crazy because that was the first time we were exposed to it live. And they had everybody. Sting, Goldberg, The Giant. Big show now. Big show. Whatever yeah. you want to call All it. Right. That goofball. And uh, 
it was the coolest thing. Oh, Chris Benoit, his mom was obsessed with Chris Benoit, the Canadian crippler. Wow. Mm. And that's kind of like where after that, not too far after that, I kind of went away from wrestling. Girls were more interesting than me. That's kind of what happened to me. I yeah. like I fell off because of girls. I actually had a girlfriend in high school that was really into it. Yeah. Um, and then when me and her broke up, and I was like, ah, okay, I'm kind of done with yeah. it. So. so that's weird. I because I would keep watching. Mm-hmm. I can I can think back. Like I I can keep track of when I dated someone based mm-hmm. on what was going on in wrestling. <laughs> what belt time right. And they were like so whatever whatever ridiculous character they were into. Like mm-hmm. like I'll think like okay so Sarah liked Umaga so that must have been this in, era in two thousand six mm-hmm. to two thousand eight. You poor guy, Sam. Yeah, I know, right? Um, <laughs> did y'all wear wrestling shirts to school when you were in high school? I wish my parents wouldn't buy me anything with a graphic really? on it. I had to get a sharpie and draw pictures of my shirts what? or Goodwill. I uh I would do that too, but no, I I would get and I I started going to at least two wrestling WWE shows a year. All right. For at least the last 10, 15 years or oh, so. Oh wow, okay. And I would usually make a point to get at least one shirt for each show so i i have a you know ton of them yeah yeah. wardrobe rest i wore the only one i wore was a stone cold t-shirt that was it the The smoking skull skull one yeah yeah my friend alan had one of those too i didn't really at the time like i wasn't about stone cold i think i was just about overall just going back and forth between the channels i was always Mm -hmm. like oh cool let's hurry up and switch it back over I was more into the goofier characters. Like, mm-hmm. I liked Goldust. Yeah, yeah I, I Even though yeah. I shouldn't have. No, you shouldn't have. I always liked Sting. Yeah. But um, I'm sure this can segue into our other list that we mm-hmm. have. And I'll let Chris, you've already talked about yours on your yes. on this first podcast. So you guys can check it out there. I heard it was really cute. And we'll start off <laughs> with Samuelson over here. Jericho. Uh, so it's uh, we're, we're going to do the same thing we did in the first one. It's top five current wrestlers. And right. top five wrestlers that don't wrestle anymore. That's the stipulation. So top five, not my opinion of who the top five best are. Just person, my personal your personal, favorite, personal five favorites. Favorites so that are open to interpretation. So New Japan, yeah. TNA, yeah, Triple uh, A, tri- Ring of uh, Honor, whatever you want, whatever you want to do. Wildcat. So, and we're talking about uh, current current ones. Do you want to active all active, the roster? Active, Let's do his active first. Okay. Yeah. It it feels kind of like a cheap thing to say. What I, every time I think of what my personal favorites are, I feel like that's just going to be everyone's like, yeah, that one, that mm-hmm. one. Uh-huh. Uh huh. AJ Styles. Yeah, he's killing it. I can't I can't think of one thing he's done all year that he didn't do well. Mm-hmm. You know how in, he does it so room? well because he's phenomenal. No, because those gloves. Because those gloves. It is the gloves. Is we gloves. should all wear gloves. You know who else this. had cool gloves? Sting. Sting. This is true. Uh, I went. He was at. He was he joined the company in January, so he was at WrestleMania this past mm-hmm. in Dallas, and I was Jericho in match, huh? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. fought Jericho, and then uh, but then Ring of Honor was doing shows in town too, and they were selling all kinds of AJ merch. Wait, let me through. stop this real quick. You said he wrestled, he wrestled him, or he fought him? AJ Styles was wrestling. Chris you mean Jericho. he was entertaining us? It's not wrestling. It's not. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is no, sports no. entertainment. We're, we're talking not, about here. We're not. We're not on the Stone Cold podcast. We're allowed to say wrestle. Wrestle. I don't know who you're talking wrestling. about. Wrestling. 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 Pro wrestling. I really hate that. Yeah, I, I hate that too. so yeah. much. But you can go of, back, Sam. They, sorry. They. They. <laughs> but finally, I'm not. That was they, fun. They finally moved away from it, but like for a couple years, they weren't even saying. That it was entertainment, yeah. like sports entertainment for WrestleMania. It was like the greatest event in entertainment. They would just cut the sports out completely. I didn't realize they couldn't call them belts anymore. Like what? They come up with a bunch WWE of stupid can't, rules. We don't have belts. We have championships. But they can talk about the capacity. Exactly. They make... They make of the crowds. They make 
across the board decisions as any company will, but they just don't like a few years ago, they decided we're not going to say the names of the referees anymore. Yeah. That's so weird too. for my whole life. I knew all of the referees. I knew In the, the ones WWE. that sucked and ones that were good, the ones that were bad. And they got to give us something to I don't talk know, about. And now I don't know who blew what call or what have you because they're just anonymous zebras. And that's frustrating. <laughs> All right. So you can go back to your list. I'm sorry. Oh, that's great. Okay. So so AJ Styles. So AJ Styles was wrestling Chris Jericho WrestleMania. But I'm yes. not sorry. He's in WWE. Yes. Ring of Honor's in town. Mm-hmm. WWE has the giant superstore. Mm-hmm. They have like, it's it's like it's a like Walmart a size. Or... It They set it up in like a separate room at the convention center. Gotcha. Now. Okay. So it's. It's like walking into a Kmart, but it's nothing but WWE products. It's amazing. It's ridiculous. They have separate lines. You don't have to go buy a new... And so they have ridiculous amounts of it. They were sold out of AJ Styles gloves there. Mm-hmm. And then Ring <laughs> of Honor was selling all kinds of AJ Styles merch, and they were sold out of AJ Styles gloves there as well. The authentic so the, stuff. the number one seller at WrestleMania Weekends, besides the, the New Day Bootios. Good God. Which I bought a box of Bootios. I want a box. So bad. They, yeah, yeah. And I... I I got it when it was just the the T-shirt in a box. They had the actual cereal, yeah. now, which I, I want don't the know T-shirt. If any good or not? So, yeah. right. But it was well, AJ Styles. I saw I saw like five or six mm-hmm. kids. So then just buy. Yeah, it. I know. I need to. There was like five or six kids crying because they, that they get couldn't gloves. get AJ Styles gloves. So I imagine that. Yeah, that's yeah. cute. That's a good. It's a good. It's a good thing. I guess it's a good. It's a good merch. It's a I'm, weird I'm thing. Like I don't understand. I'm more surprised that they could sell AJ Styles stuff. I guess because it's they weren't new making new stuff, so they were. I it's guess they like got the, the rules to like the clean through what they had of old stock. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, they sell. You know, I'll let you continue uh, your list. I'll go back. Well, no, uh, yeah, well, it's like Samoa Joe. Because Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe too. Yeah, he owns his own copyright and he splits yeah. the profits with WWE. So I don't know if it's the same thing as like TNA. You're like you're like oh I know we got all this old stuff for you, you know, or Ring of Honor. You but know. then when Nakamura signed with WWE, New Japan had to basically stop Cut selling ties, Nakamura right? yeah. stuff yeah. immediately. So I don't know. But at the same time, none in WWE shirts say Nakamura on it. They have, they have a. I think they have, Do they have one a new now. one. They have one okay. now. Okay. See, at first it was always just. King it's like it's like a weird Ichiban mock gotcha. thing, which I don't like. All right. He had like five shirts in New Japan that were all awesome. He's had five shirts in WWE. You don't want any of them. Gotcha. Which is a shame. The King of Strong style. I, I really want that it. one. I like the King of Strong. I like the white on the black, mm-hmm. not yeah, the yeah. not the red splash. The strong... So speaking of Nakamura, Nakamura is my number two. Two. Nakamura, I didn't know much about at yeah. all before yeah. he got to NXT. Yeah. Um, when whenever he was starting to get rumored, mm-hmm. I went back and started watching. I was like, this dude is freaking amazing. I watched AJ yeah. Styles and uh, his and match. Their WrestleMania, uh, Wrestle Kingdom ten match was cool. awesome. He so Nakamura is. Not just weird because he's from Japan. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's an anomaly even in New Japan. Yeah. Like he's very very different from anything else. Because Japan's and, pretty strict with the way that styles are presented mm-hmm. in this in the ring. The crowd is very respectful. Yeah. Everything is at a respect level. There'll be ten like minutes of them sport. punching each other back and forth in the ring constantly, and he can go in there and just do a little bit of that, but do anything else he wants mm-hmm. and get away with it. And it was beautiful. It looks like it hurts. To yeah. wrestle him. Yes, exactly. You know? Well, it's it's there's a lot of strong concern style. about a him strong style, even yeah. coming up to the to the main roster because in NXT he's allowed to he's working with a lot of more indie guys mm-hmm. who are used to bringing that's you know Samoa Joe, right? Arguably who brought strong style to the United States. That I can't you know maybe Samoa Joe guys like Cesaro, Sheamus. There are people that Nakamura could work with, but I'm not sure. Like you know, Miz could take it, would mm-hmm. be willing to take it. But I don't know how. But I'm trying to think of a match know, like, between. Those I can't two. think of Nakamura wrestling casually in general. Yeah. He's he's such a press. That's the thing. Okay, so he 
Well, that's what America is. They're going to do what the entertainment value is going to come out of it. In Mm. Japan, it's going to be a matter of skill, tournament. Yeah. And that's what I like about the cruiserweights. But I'll let you continue your list because I'm gonna I'm gonna mess things up. Uh, <laughs> well, no, no, because my list is gonna know, be nasty. Uh, WWE is is very entertainment based, which allows their NXT to be more of the hardcore wrestling fans. New Japan is is sport. They mm-hmm. don't present it as anything other than just this is a real competition. So they kick hard, they hit mm-hmm. hard. Uh, but even Nakamura, his his. His demeanor, he's just, he's very he's, strange. He's, he's, he's different. He's Michael Jackson and I don't, I don't Bruce know. Bruce Lee. And Bruce, I, I don't mean, know. Like it's I don't some, know what It's, it's but Jim so, Morrison. So I'd watch Jim yeah, Morrison and, and Michael Jackson yeah. in one. So I started watching New Japan based on matches I'd seen online between Kazuchika Okada and Tanahashi, mm-hmm. which I'd heard a lot about. So I'd check that out. And then I found out about Nakamura. People, I hear the name Nakamura, check that out. And I just didn't. I didn't think he was bad. I mm-hmm. didn't think he was overrated. I didn't think I just didn't. I didn't get it. Didn't understand when you, it. Yet. When I when you watch wrestling on television and then when you watch it in person, it's different though. Because mm-hmm. when I went to, I was in Dallas for NXT Takeover when he made his debut oh, really? against Sami Zayn. Oh, that's Zane. awesome! That I was, was in a there. Freaking amazing! That was match ridiculous. Too. And did you trickle a little? I seriously, I freaked. I did not. Mm-hmm. I'm. I never thought that. I thought I had had a markout moment mm. before that happened. I don't know what it was, but he just has a charismatic mm. presence. You can give me some flack for it, but I, the only other person I can think of when I was in an arena when it happened is The Rock, mm-hmm. where somebody comes out and the entire building you, just you can't help yourself you but to go crazy. Help but freak yeah. out. And then I saw him at a couple more shows. Uh, NXT came to New Orleans a couple like months ago. Mm-hmm. Every time I've seen him, I. It's like I'm a I'm like an eight year old little mm. fanboy. You get starstruck. Bro. I get starstruck. It's mm. ridiculous. And so then anything else he does is amazing. The more over you are, the less you have to do. So I can see people. I've heard people complain that they don't think he does it. He does. He's not very impressive in their opinion because he just kicks or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's you know that's not what wrestling is. Well, no, the whole I, show about I, it. I, I was it's a story to, as they like to tell yeah. each other in the business. Well, I was listening to Jericho talk about on his podcast with Sami Zayn that they were at a house show on the overseas and the tag match was him and Sami Zayn, And they'd already gone through this whole list of what they were going to do in the match. Uh, but then when the match started, the entire audience is singing Ole Ole and they're booing, they're going back and forth. So they just stood there. They just completely blew off all the stuff that they were going to do because they didn't need to. Cause the whole point of why mm. they were doing that is was to get the to audience rep, but the yeah. audience is already reacting. You don't have to do, it. you know, the joke is like, if you, you do as little as possible, the, the better it's, it's you the are, the more Hogan. over you are. The Hulk Hogan. Hulk yeah. Hogan didn't do anything and was the most over person in the world. You got you to play K2 to how over you are. Fun. So the point being is that uh, I, I didn't really get Nakamura until I saw him in person. So he's someone that turned me into a fan just solely on the couple times that I've seen him. Uh, Kevin Owens, because he's amazing. Uh, Kevin Chris Owens Jericho is, amazing. is killing it right now. He came back and did the Rudy Tootie Booty thing, which was terrible. Mm-hmm. But when he's heel... He, there's no one this is my that favorite beats him run as a character. It's the most ridiculous thing. Did you did you ever watch when he was in WCW mm-hmm. and he was doing his thing with like naming all the different holds? Yeah, the list the of holds. holds. Yeah, that Armbar. that error for me was the best for him. And I wish there's more programming of him in Mexico because I'm so curious mm-hmm. of how he was yeah. in Mexico because he was like the baby face pretty boy, right? And I wonder how how he how good he was back then. And New Japan, lots of stuff yeah. with him yeah. and Ultimo Dragon and New Japan was is. 
Top is there notch. there's not footage of that or there's you can find some of the stuff but i mean you know they don't they it, don't have it, syndicated television so right. there's not as much you other can find stuff some overshines things. all that other yeah. background yeah. stuff and that's the kind of stuff i used to dig into almanacs and i'd be like oh man this guy did that so yeah you can uh so that and then i don't you know i really like uh kazushika okada and new japan uh dalton castle and ring of honor is ridiculous oh, man. uh the but peacock. if i had to pick you know i you know i really like uh, Brian Kendrick, who was wrestling in, in a bunch of indie shows around me before he got signed to WWE. But if I had to say who, like, if I had to pick the my, my five guys that I get excited for when they come on: AJ Styles, Kevin Owens, Shinsuke Nakamura, Chris Jericho. And this seems silly, but I'm going to say the Raw Women's Champion Charlotte. I really, I don't know what it is. I think it's that she just hasn't right now. lost, and she's really trying to be. The female version of her dad well just right or now she, not before when she no, was, not before okay. not i was there when she beat nikki bella and i was i groaned mm. because it's just i didn't care but since she's turned heel and won the belt at wrestlemania when no one wanted her to since that moment she's, she's been just great. been on awesome she's mm. been awesome i had a question for you sam yeah is dana brooke a toad or what dana <sighs> she look when she dana... first came on she was a bodybuilder. She did her little flip twirl mm. thing. She's turning into she, a toad girl. She she try. She's I don't. Brief. If if I had to say what it is, is that she's just she's overcompensating. She seems like someone who. But you get what I'm saying. She's getting kind of thick, man. She's getting away well, from her not, routine. I, li- I don't. I don't. I get real. I don't mind that. <laughs> I don't I mind. I'm not good. saying I don't I mind it either. But she's still trying to like flex her arms like she's bowed up. She's not Beth Phoenix, dude. Nice. She's no, not. She's not. Beth no, Phoenix not. was. Serious. I cringe on pretty much every time she gets the microphone in her hand. Yeah, Which, I cringe. Obviously, they haven't been giving. They're it trying to put lot, her over, so. and it's, it's understandable. Cause that's a that's a business they're trying to do, yeah, and it's yeah. just like we're going to veer away for a second. When the Saints had Aaron Brooks, how many people hated Aaron Brooks? We're all mm-hmm. raising our hands right now. I know, but we're not. <laughs> and you'd always have that smile, and it would stink. But it's the coach. They put the money behind him. They put this behind him. They put the merchandise. They have to go with that guy mm-hmm. until you... it just gets run to the ground. And you're like, you know what? It's Our worth is it's over. With. Reigns but the thing, way you're describing so, that, yes. that's Eva Marie. Which once yeah. they finally turned her heel and started moving that up on SmackDown, that was awesome. Dana was Brooke awesome. does not have that. No, Dana Brooke doesn't. is not dislikable like a heel. She's dislikable because she's just not good. She's just but, not. Yeah. I don't. I want. I don't want to be mean. I just. She just is she's not. A toad. There's nothing good. I guess she exists, and so she's a person who's. There that other people could beat her and time I be upset. in, so she's like, "Oh, we owe yeah. her a job for a little bit." I, I guess. think that's the only thing. Just I can thank figure. Arnold every time he's serious. I thank you, Arnold, for having a competition that she won and that WWE. Is that, is that where she came from? Yeah, I think so. Uh, she, she, she like yeah, won. She a was a bodybuilder, and she. I won. knew she was a bodybuilder. They were doing like some kind of uh, show in the area to promote Arnold mm-hmm. because he was involved with WrestleMania 31, yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. And then she won a classic, and that kind of caught their eye, and they had a meeting, something like that, from that event. So uh, Charlotte is your number five. Charlotte's my number five, yeah. Which I, my list is AJ Styles, K, uh, Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho. Uh, Ro- I love Roman Reigns. Oh no! So, well, so guess what, Christopher? Oh, By the end of this year, your list is going to look totally different because of us, and you'll yeah, say thank you, possibly. guys. I, I've been lashed on to Roman Reigns since. It's I saw because he looks like a Greek god. Maybe, maybe it might be what it is. When Roman Reigns. Was down. It was down to Roman Reigns and Batista at Wrestle in the Royal Rumble of 2014. Yeah, yeah. Where Batista won and everyone booed. Yeah, and everyone was cheering Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. They should have pulled the trigger. It was. They should have pulled the trigger mm-hmm. there, but of course they didn't. I said out loud at my house, <laughs> "I can't wait until next year when everyone hates him." Good God! I why s- would you say that? Because, because, because 
they they they've been looking for someone to get that kind of reaction mm-hmm. that was not Daniel Bryan for yeah, so yeah, yeah. long that I knew that the second that they saw that they had that that they were gonna they were gonna run with it too hard and not let it grow organic. Instead of it being a natural push, mm-hmm. they definitely just shoved him down mm-hmm. everybody's throat. Well, if you look at this or this up, this year more yeah, than anybody ways. else, I think AJ Styles should take their slammy for superstar of the year. Yeah, I agree. But if they were ever gonna give it to Roman. He won in the main event of WrestleMania. He mm. defended the title. He lost, but in Royal Rumble, he was champion this year. He did more this year. So he's going to get a, a slammy for being the best work dog on the yeah. roster, is yeah. what you're saying. Yeah, but then which the, is not a good one. But then he won Slammy of the Year two years ago, which is when people people point to the Royal Rumble when people started hating Royal, uh, Roman Reigns. That's not when it was. It was when he was hurt for half the year, yep. and then was t- and then told everyone, "Thank you for picking me for Superstar of the Year," when he hadn't. He didn't do anything. He broke the Royal Rumble record for most of And his hair was always wet. And that's it. His hair was always wet. I he like had the him. best wet hair. I like him. It's fine. I like Roman Reigns. I get made fun well, of no, him that's about not it the, all the time. So. He's not on my list, guys. Don't not, worry. He's not bad. He's just not... He's got to do... There's too much that he would have to do to get over the hump. Because at this point, he's doing nothing wrong. He's just still hasn't done anything to shake the hate from previous... Mm-hmm. Discretion. They needed to stop mentioning. They they have in the recent uh, past stopped mentioning family. He is yeah. his own person. He's yeah. on the road to being uh, same with the Usos. They need the. They're kind of doing that now. I think doing their style, which is mm-hmm. kind of too bland, and they fit in with the crowd the way they're dressed. The Usos color and everything. That's where you're a wrestler. Mm-hmm. It might not carry to Mania, but I it's think my problem was Dean Ambrose actually. Yeah, they're lo- I think oh, their their long term plan. I think is going to be Owens and either Jericho or Owens and a returning Balor. At Mania. I, I, I think that's actually a Kevin Owens and Balor. But it's Mania, possible so. because I've already read that there might be doing in a couple mo- weeks. I'm feeling Jericho. Roman versus Jericho's Kevin. Jericho's going to go out again. Again? So, again. Roman versus Kevin Owens, like a title for title, U.S. title versus universal title. Lame. And put both belts on one person? I guess, yeah. Like Goldberg? Yeah. Well, and he's not a Melissa either, guys. Like Seth Rollins. Rollins. So. Those so guys anyway, are on my list, don't worry. Let's go... <laughs> Phil, uh, let's start with your top. You want to do my current roster? For yeah, do your guys. Current. Or you want? Okay, we'll, we'll go with me. All right, you hear this? This is written on the back of a, a bill? Social Security <laughs> Administration letter I got in the mail. That's how I take my notes. I don't waste anything. So my top five is the same. Is it the same as mine? No, definitely not. Of it's, course, it's not. The number three is uh, same as my number one. It's Shinsuke Nakamura. I didn't rank. Why? Why you gotta? It's fine. Looking at you're my right. notes, this is how like I'm you're ranking at. my list. I'm not. It's not my number one guy. That's okay? why my name is the dude. With the he is my number one guy. AJ Styles is the number one guy because he's not. He is phenomenal. Anyway, so Shinsuke Nakamura. My first experience with him was, I would say, Sam mentioning to him, him to me at work before he was on NXT. In New Japan, and I think I might have scrolled through one night, just flipping through YouTube and watched a couple of things, thinking this dude's wacky, and I like wacky guys. And his theme song in New Japan gets me amped. Fire. I play it when I want to get amped up, just to feel really good and hot. Sometimes, me, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Nakam- the dude came out with the violin playing. I'm like, ah, that's first, that was awesome. His first no, theme song, his awesome. his New Japan theme song, or his current theme song. Pick one. Which one's better? New Japan. See, so I, that's what everyone I, thinks. I, I like, the new, like the new one. I like yeah. the new Maybe one. Maybe I haven't given that new one too much um I heard efforts. that the, the, his issue, he had the best entrance possibly in all professional wrestling before he came to WWE. So there was a lot of... But when I, I was concerned of when he came out, like they had a, a big mountain to, to topple. And then the second I heard it, I turned 
to my girlfriend and said, this is my new favorite theme song. Mm-hmm. Immediately said that. It Well, they, they, they take the parts from that song... The original one, and they're they're blending it. They blend it in well because they have a lot of money to make it sound very yeah. similar and get away with it. To bring those new people into it and bring those old people like like you, they would be like, "Oh man, this feels good in my ears and also in my heart." But to me, I'm I'm the kind of person that likes the cut of the original one. Uh, the new one, maybe if I listen to it a lot more, I'll get into it. But um, what I really like about Shinsuke Nakamura is he's very unique. You can't comp- you can't compare him to any moves that he does anybody else in the past, present, or probably future. And he goes into the ring and it he's focused. He doesn't look like he's trying to fit the program. Mm-hmm. He's trying to fit the script of them talking about it before the match. And every time I see him in people's Instagrams or Facebook, he looks like he always takes a picture with somebody and looks like he's enjoying that picture. It's not like, hey, I'm smiling. Look at me. He, he throws up his little signals and his little... His little gun things, things he does. It's, you know what that reminds me of? It reminds me of back in the scene days of the hardcore music and stuff, and people throw up the guns in the air and the, and the hardcore pits. But anyway, so my number two, Cesaro. Swiss Superman. This guy blew my mind when I first saw him in WWE, and I'm like, where'd this guy come from? And I saw his old stuff in Ring of Honor. Stuff, yeah. And what was his name then? Claudio. Claudio Castagnoli. There you go. Right. And he is. Um, he was beautiful in that because. His matches were like songs. They were just they just carried very well. It flowed very well, and he controlled the crowd. It wasn't the crowd controlling him like Ring of Honor and other indie shows do a lot. And when he comes to WWE, they put him everywhere. Mm-hmm. He's a Paul Heyman yeah. guy at one point. Yeah. He was this guy, that guy, and it's disgusting Tyson because he's kid. the most talented, he, yeah. one of the most they, talented, strongest he guys most on the roster. Person that they have, mm-hmm. and okay. I like him, and I and I'll like him no matter what they put. Like right now with the Sheamus thing, I, I heard you talking about how you like it is cool, but at the same time. Sheamus has been around for a long time, and and Cesaro's probably been around a long, just as far as yeah, well. I mean, a Shane, career, yeah, you know, he was in the it's United a States way. from Switzerland, but they both yeah. have that European strong. I just like it because they're actually style. using him in a storyline, exactly. Yeah, most definitely, story yeah. So that is kind of why I like the Sheamus. Well, but thing. Just, I feel like he's he's maybe not as comfortable to, to just do it himself because that's what mm-hmm. they really want you to do. Vince McMahon or all them, whoever the boss is, take they, the ring. They want you to say do it but a lot of them are scared to do it and that's where i think he's he's scared to do it on this big stage because i'm sure it's totally different coming from ring of honor to go to wwe it's wwe does not they want everybody to be able to do anything Mm -hmm. uh when daniel bryan won the title at wrestlemania 30 the next program he was put in was against kane where he got like abducted in the car all these ridiculously goofy things which does not fit Daniel the Bryan. Daniel Bryan character at all, or Brian Daniel, and someone was, you know, why, why are they, why are they doing that? Because it's WWE. That's what they do. If you're mm-hmm. going to be champion, you're not going to be the champion that fits whatever you happen to be there. You have to be our guy Flexible. that can do whatever we want to do, mm-hmm. and that's why AJ Styles is killing it now because he can lose to James Ellsworth two weeks in a row, and nobody thinks that AJ Styles sucks now because no, that's how good he is. Because he's still the best, still the best ever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and you have to be able to do that. And I don't AJ think Styles, when he talks, he's not talking that. from a script. He's talking from what he knows is going to do good for the business. Mm-hmm. And he he might look like an emo kid, but he is one smart cookie. <laughs> Soccer mom. But like, yeah. you know, like Cesaro does not have the strength. I think that he's Physical fine strength, on the mic, hell yeah. but mm-hmm. he doesn't have the... The strength to be able to be a guy that can show up and they can just throw whatever they want at him and he'll yeah. do it. They have to. They don't like it when you have to be someone that they have to cater to. And I actually which is think stupid. Sheamus, I don't think why that's Seamus has more they, of that. Seamus has on the more mic, of that. That's he, why they he can adapt to like the crowd. He can adapt to everybody around them. It's the same thing with AJ Styles. Whenever 
he's he handles the crowd like amazingly yeah. and i i love it, it comes, they can sit there and cheer for him he'd be like man i don't want y'all cheering for me and he can instantly get a boo yeah exactly. from saying something yeah. so so yeah he's a he's my second he's a soft second not a strong second. Well, I mean, from I this conversation I didn't mean to Cesaro. I'm just saying, I, no, I love Cesaro. I agree, and I see how Chris, how you were saying how he, um, they put him with Sheamus because he has that yang to his yang, mm-hmm. and I, I, I like that. But at the same time, it's sports entertainment, so I want to be entertained. Mm-hmm. I don't want to exactly. see the development. And wait well, for it. That's what they do in the, the dark matches, and that's that, what they do at the, the um, non televised shows. That's their job. Then that match that the match that Cesaro had with Sheamus at what night? Clash. Sorry, Clash of Champions. The best of seven uh, thing. Was awesome until it ended. That mm-hmm. was one of the best matches they'd done all year until it ended. And yeah, they the wouldn't was, let them finish it. It was, was so crap. stupid. Because they wanted to add character to them when Cesaro's gimmick, if you want to call it that, is that he's a great wrestler. Mm-hmm. You know, that was Dan- that's why they didn't like Daniel Bryan, because Daniel Bryan's gimmick is that he's a wrestler. He's not a he's not a character. Is he a professional wrestler? You know? So they have to give them characters. And All right, I'm going to my third one, guys, because okay. this is my list right now. All right, all right. You're right. And it's going to be one, <laughs> it's not really a well-known uh, wrestler, but her name is Fabi Apache. I have no and idea who that is. She's in AAA, which is like the WWE of Mexico, where Rey Mysterio is currently. That, okay. So that'll help everybody segue over to that. And I, one night I was just scrolling through internet, YouTube, that's what I do a lot of times at night when I'm just trying to like go to bed, and I'll go from one video to another video, this... The YouTube hole. Yeah, and it's usually, like, weird wrestlers, and I'll try to get their, like, backstories and origins, look at earlier matches, and somehow I came across AAA, and uh, Fabio Apache comes from, like, a heritage line, like the Guerreros, almost. Okay. They have, like, a dad, she has, like, a sister. They all wrestle. They all wrestle, but she's, like, the good guy, and all the other ones are, like, the bad guys, the Rudos, and traditionally, and in AAA and Mexican wrestling, what I've picked up over the years watching it is... The girls will wrestle just as strong as the guys, and you'll see that in Lucha Underground if you watch that. Mm-hmm. Anybody out there was Sexy Star, and that's where she's from. She mm-hmm. was from AAA, and AAA does a lot of cross-promoting with Lucha Underground with okay. their talent. And uh, I don't know, there's just something about her that's just very, she's very consistent with her wrestling and her, her style. I, it just grabs me. I don't know why. She's this. I just wanted to throw that out there because I want people to look into AAA because Mexican wrestling has a lot of influence on current wrestling altogether. Even before Rey Mysterio and Eddie Guerrero and all the the WCW stuff, check out the ECW stuff when those guys came in. Because first it was Eddie Guerrero, and right before that actually his brother, um, that he he challenged the TV champion to Cole Scorpio, which is another bad butt guy. So I'm going to move on because she's kind of a smaller one we can't really talk much about. And I'm going to throw in my boy from our local wrestling promotion, Danny Flamingo, the Shalmation sensation. From the greatest city on God's green earth, Shalmet, Louisiana. <laughs> he has a whole entrance, and it's beautiful. He comes out to what, Sam? Uh, what is that song called? Uh, uh, the, the Real McCoy. The Real McCoy. So that that song starts pumping, and you're just like, oh, you immediately get up and start pumping your hands in the air. You feel like you're in the 90s again at a parade or something, just bouncing around, feeling the music. And he comes out, and he wears almost like a Bret Hart kind of like singlet mm-hmm. top with the pants, and he does a black and pink. But he's, he's definitely no build at all. He looks <laughs> nice. like the person that anybody could kick their ass. But he receding hairline. He he's got the the pink Oakleys. He's mm-hmm. got the Mardi Gras beads, 
and he's the biggest bad guy you'll the, ever meet. He is the purest heel in the in the business. Biggest I, pop of the night of. every night. He does not. He never wins. He, he tells <laughs> off children. He rips up signs. Really? He, sti- nice. he stole a kid's and, crutches yeah, wow. and nice. threw he's them. Horrible. Nice. Yeah. He's the most entertaining thing. He found his ring girl one time in the Walmart parking lot, just yeah. to let you guys know how awesome this guy is. Anyway, he... um. He just, the first time I went to Wildcat was with Sam over here, and it, it was in this middle school gym in Metairie, Louisiana. Look, it's a suburb of New Orleans, and I was like, wow, this is what I've seen on YouTube and this indie show. This is going to be so silly and fun, but something hit me. The atmosphere was so beautiful in such a small, intimate area, and if you've never been to live wrestling, you got to do it, Chris. You gotta go see some Wildcat. Really need to go. Ten dollars. The bet every time I feel like my money is well spent. If I go to a WWE show and I spend like thirty, forty bucks, I'm just like, uh, that was okay. I liked one match. If I go to Wildcat, ten bucks, I'm just like, oh man, I'll pay them twenty bucks if they want to ask. If they want to go to twenty, I'm gonna pay it. Mm -hmm. But Danny Flamingo, the real reason why I really cling to him is just because he is consistent with his character and he doesn't let up on it ever. You never see him break character, even though he he. He wants to sometimes because he he gets emotional. I can tell with um, the way the crowd reacts to him because consistently every time the crowd goes nuts for him, and nobody else gets that consistent reaction. You can agree with me on that. Yeah, Sam. no, he he uh, he's a little older than most of the guys that have. They the, it, Wildcat is a is a promotion, but it's also a wrestling school in New Orleans where most, okay. of, their, most of these guys most have of their full-time talent jobs. Full-time jobs, right, right, right. but they're training to be, and it's a, it's a way for them to show off uh, the people training with the school. And they will get in guys like Stevie Richards, uh, Hardcore Holly, Stevie Richards Kendrick, tried to jump me once, nice. and my mom Booker thought T, I knew him. All kinds of guys show up, but it, most of the roster are young guys learning how to work in the business, and he's one of the older ones. He's probably about ten years older than most of the guys that are there. Uh, but you can tell that he really that this is like his dream. You know, he's going off out, out for what he really wants to do and just totally gives it a hundred percent. His kids are always there, uh, helping you know out with the merch and all Tickets that kind of stuff. stuff. Uh, but he doesn't break character. He's the only nice. guy like he doesn't sign autographs. And if he does, oh, really? he goes in like the corner where no yeah, one he, can see him. He goes him, in the emergency you know? exit and like peeks yeah, his head out. So yeah, that's nobody awesome. can see him. And so then, we always go give him a high five. And at yeah, one time, my little girl got up one morning. She knew we were going to see wrestling. And she's like, are we going to go see Danny Mingo? Because she doesn't say Flamingo. She says Mingo. Mm-hmm. She's like, yeah, we're going tonight. You excited? She's like, yeah, I'm going to draw him a picture, okay? Awesome. So we draw him. she draws him a picture, and we get to the show. And, I'm like, and it was before we got there kind of early. And we're talking to him. And uh, I was like, oh, look, Danny. Uh, Navi drew you a picture. He's like, oh, cool. You can't really show me that right now. So I'm just going to take it. And he shoved it in his pants. Yeah. So, he doesn't have to, so he doesn't have to rip it up in front of her. Right. Because, face. you know, it, it was beautiful. I was I thought that was the cutest, happiest wrestling moment for her. And uh, I'll, I'll kind of go away from Danny because that's, that's going to be a whole other thing. When we, we do a wildcat thing or something because independent wrestling, that's probably one of the better ones because they do cross promoting with reality wrestling, which is Booker T's wrestling uh, promotion in Houston, Texas. Yeah. And they're pretty much they're they're on TV. They're on yeah. right before football on Sundays, which oh, is wow, a really? hot yeah. spot. Mm-hmm. And they used to do a lot of cross promoting. Not really right now, but I'm gonna go to my last one, Kenny, oh, the Cleaner Omega, okay, yeah. the captain of the Bullet Club. Yeah. If you don't know who he is, just look him up because he's disgustingly amazing. You think Finn Balor and all these guys are great? This guy 
is great. He went to he's he's from the same town, right? As Mr. Chris Jer- That's Chris Jericho. He's from Winnipeg. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Yep, he's Canadians from- in wrestling. What yeah, I know. That? It's that, you know. Same town. So he started his career. He wanted to go to Japan. He's made his life over there. Oh, really? Okay. He wrestles full time over there. He does Ring of Honor because you know the the Bullet Cross. Club. But they have the Elite, which is him and the Young Bucks. Those mm-hmm. three are called the Elite, and they have their own YouTube channel, which is beautiful. And I watch that a ton. He was in a he was in DDT, which is another Japanese promotion where he tagged with uh, Kota Ibushi, who's been on a lot of NXT recently too. So if you like Kota Ibushi, I mean they're not. They're very different. He's yeah. he's very he's really weird. He, yeah, Kenny Omega, like he he draw he's a very big gamer. He challenged uh what's his face? Um, Xavier, Xavier Woods. Xavier Woods, Xavier Woods of... yeah, the New Day and uh and uh him are all really tight. They interact with each other. They have a bunch of YouTube videos right. independent of either promotion right. interacting with each other, doing cutting promos on each other. What what draws me to Kenny Omega is like the theme with most of these characters, they don't draw away from their character. When they're wrestling, if something goes wrong or whatever, they they're so into their character. In this day and age, you need that because there's 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 no curtain that separates them anymore. The curtain's mm-hmm. wide open. Mm-hmm. But these guys, they have that curtain, and on the other side of it, they do their YouTube thing and their social media thing. It's different. You understand that that's their job to be in the ring, and he's purely amazing. He's extremely talented with his wrestling style. That it is that he. He blows my mind. I can't even talk, right? Because he's just, he's crazy, and he's called the cleaner. So he comes out to the ring, his music's kind of epic, and then it comes out, and it's got, like, this marching kind of noise, and he usually has a broom. And it's, like, usually walking to the ring, like, sweeping, like, in a motion to the marching music. And it's just so stupid, <laughs> but it's yeah, hilarious. He's the most ridiculous. He's wrestled, uh, he's wrestled inflatable dolls. Yep. He's wrestled children. Yep. He's done a lot of very wacky things. Which other people that have been in the wrestling business do not like, no, but they don't yeah, understand he, the Japanese are just, that's just what he's, he's, well, he's entertaining them. That's his job. Well, it's also like, it, you know, he, he was in more of a comedic role before he's, he's, was a very zany character, but he's really been transitioning into, oh, he's, he's a heavyweight. He's, 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 he's declared now. that he's no more a junior. Cause in Japan, you're either a junior cruiserweight right. or a heavyweight, heavyweight. Yeah. And which I love. I love that. So he's now the uh, he won the G1 Climax, which is like a tournament world. that New Japan does every year, where the winner tournaments I gets to fight the main champion at their version of WrestleMania. So it's like the gotcha. Royal Rumble yeah, leading yeah. into so, WrestleMania, which gotcha. is which is crazy because because the guy who runs New Japan loves WWE, so right, they always yeah, yeah. Recruit, So now when you win uh, the G1, you get a briefcase. So it's like you're the money in the bank holder so you and have a Kenny Omega's shot. briefcase at a press conference recently just fell apart randomly when he tried to pose <laughs> for a picture so but he was the first uh like we said he's, he's first, Canadian he was the first Gaijin or non-Japanese born wrestler to win that tournament oh and, really okay and, and, and he also and ended I know, AJ I've, Styles career yeah. in New Japan I, I've, I've seen quite a few of his matches just watching on YouTube yeah. and stuff like that I'm in that. So I'm some good matches right. uh, do you think Prince he's ever going to come over here most definitely Every, you know, Nakamura years ago said that he wasn't coming over here, and we all see what happened. What happened that. was that? So it, I, if you listen to old guys in wrestling, when they old guys say, "I'll never do this, I'll never do that," the walls were broken down when Sting when he signed over. I was like, "There it goes, everybody," because I thought Sting would never do that because he's just a he's a Christian, he's a he's a smart guy. He took time off to raise his family. He he did things a human way. A lot of wrestlers are just. They don't live a human life. They live 
in entertaining life. Well, entertainment life. It's never you never say never. If you become a big star anywhere, yeah. he WWE wants to spread his brand. He wants you, you, you don't look at it as like I'll never sign with these people because I don't like them. That's being selfish to your fan base. And he mm. he's the kind of person he loves his fans, but he loves Japan too. And that's like I was saying earlier about Kenny Omega. He loves his he loves Japan. And I've grown to love Japan with the wrestling and I'm going back and my first exposure with Japan wrestling was the deathmatch tournaments with um Cactus Jack and Terry Funk yeah, and like yeah, Leatherface. Yeah. This is a ridiculous tournaments and all these different weird wacky wrestlers. And they would start out at the beginning of it and by the end of the night the last two people left, they're covered in bandages and bloody and they're wrestling. And I love that stuff. WWE, they're kinda doing it with the cruiserweight thing, but it's branched out through out so long, I don't even want to watch that. Well, I wanna see, watch something in the night of programming and be like, Wow, that was great. You say that did you know that WWE in a couple weeks is launching a cruiserweight television show on the WWE Network every Tuesday? Are they going to have purple? I think what they're going to do. Everything. They purple. announced that they're going to do purple. Everything. They're going to have purple's uh, my favorite color. Brian Kendrick's going to defend the cruiserweight title. You mean the Brian Kendrick? The, the Brian, Brian Kendrick. And it's indie Not shows. Just Brian Kendrick. He wears hummingbird speedo shorts that are way cooler than his pants that make him look. Shorter oh, than he is. I, I just realized I like where you're his, going with. He, uh, he's going to fight. Um, he's going to fight um, Kalisto, and if Kalisto gonna wins, win. they're going to bring the title over to SmackDown, which I think is probably what's going to happen because, from what I've heard, it's, they're going to be it's filming. The hour after they're SmackDown. Be, yeah, they're going to be filming it on Tuesdays live. Uh, to so, put it's, on the so it's going to be like superstars, but, but better. But on uh, without network. Funaki. Um, so before we get into uh, y'all top five, top uh, five wrestlers. active active. No, not active. Not active directors. Unactive. We just no, did the active. Yeah, we just did active. Wrestlers. So we're going to do not, <laughs> the not active uh, wrestlers not in active. a second, but we're going to take a small break right here. Good. Uh, and we'll return in just a second. Imagine yourself on a journey with the somewhat nerdy radio podcast crew as we travel through forgotten realms and far-off galaxies. Your captains, the sensational Snarf Chris and the cunning Critter, constantly face an element of danger. Welcome to the somewhat nerdy radio podcast. The bright light in the podcast sphere. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio today on iTunes and SoundCloud or stream it at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. Do you ever wish there was an easy way to find out what movies are coming out without having to go through the pain of Googling it? And did you ever wish you could get some random nerd's opinion on those movies? Well, your wishes have come true. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and I have a new podcast called Future Flicks, where I talk about every movie that's coming out during the week, and I throw in some opinions, facts, and even the occasional recommendation. So check out Future Flicks on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. There are several ways to raise money for a good cause. Some do it by running marathons. Some host high-dollar dinners. And some just do it by clever internetting. We here at the Watch Your Mouth Podcast employ a different approach. Wall-to-wall filthy f***ing language. Go to a grocery store, I'm like, I know exactly what I need. I get in there, I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, the f*** did I even come here for? With our charity swear jar, every f***ed up utterance from our unfettered gobs is a dime in the right direction. The motherfucker's a mouth breather. Gaming, movies, life musings, it's all here. Served on a bed of f***s and garnished with a crown of Shut the f*** up! How the f*** did we get here? F*** all that, f***. 
a jelly bean. So if you want to hear us do good things with bad words, check out the Watch Your Mouth podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Facebook, or online at WIMpodcast.com. And remember, swearing is caring, so watch your mouth. Welcome back. Uh, we're going to go ahead and jump right into uh, Sam and Phil's top five old wrestlers. Top five old, non-active wrestlers. There Legend. you go. Legend. Dead wrestlers. Legendary wrestlers. Dead, live. Just people that don't wrestle. People don't life. wrestle now, for whatever reason. Open interpretation. Uh, let's, start with, let's start with Phil, actually. Okay, yeah, yeah. Since I'm still warm and we're back. So my number... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do number one and... Uh, Chris might find a snippet of his theme right this, here. When you say number one, does that mean this is your all-time number one favorite, which means that whoever comes after this you list no. is not as good as this person? Not exactly. My list, when I'm saying one through five, it's the number one that popped in my head. So when I when I put the numbers on, it, it was impulse. One, two, three, four, five. Name, 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 name. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the first thing that popped in my head. It's maybe not the best, and you'll see as we go along, Sam, you'll know what. You know, like, yeah, that's definitely not your number one, because... Well, yeah. You know me w- with wrestlers and all, but my number one is going to be Arn Anderson because as as I've gotten older, I start to appreciate what these wrestlers have done mm-hmm. in the past and researching who they wrestled for. Arn Anderson had a small little run in ECW. I know. Really? Really? It was hot. Yeah, I didn't yeah. Know that either. Oh boy, dude! It was, every- it was because ECW had a thing where they could sue WCW for something, so they used ta- they crossed talent. And Arn Anderson came over, and beautiful Bobby Eaton say, from the Midnight Express came over, and it was a beautiful rival. Everybody in the Dangerous Alliance. Dangerous Alliance. In WCW. Paul, Anybody Paulie. that was with Paul Heyman when he was in WCW, mm-hmm. he brought in, even if it was for a cup of coffee, to ECW at some point. Because he worked closely Chris, enough with all of them. We're going to open your eyes so beautifully to ECW. <laughs> I was actually going to bring some of the DVDs to let you borrow, but I didn't feel like moving stuff. You were such an EC... We went to Raw after WrestleMania... Mm-hmm. And Rob Van Dam returned mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. first time. That whole show, we were like, n- not exactly nosebleed, but basically far away. It was a great show. Phil was like Phil's first show in like a long time. He yeah. wasn't really feeling anything. Not not enjoying Except it. Except Emma. You were just sitting. You were enjoying Emma. Nice. Emma. Oh, he did the Emma dance. The old Emma stuff. Uh, nice. The new stuff uh, where she's like a hot thing. That's stupid. No, I like. Yeah, you like the 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 I Santina like the Morella Emma. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but then Rob Van Dam made a surprise return, and Phil jumped out of his seat. He would have fought, He almost jumped into the row in front of us. He freaked out so much. It was much. cool, dude. Rob Van Dam. I wasn't the biggest Rob Van Dam fan back in the day. Only a little bit because he was tagging with Sabu, and they were kind of like mm-hmm. the Sheamus and Cesaro thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were always trying to outdo each other, and it was, to me, as a young kid watching it, was just blowing my mind. And you just like Bill Alfonso. Yeah, I do like Bill Alfonso because his whistle was just the most annoying thing as a kid. Because I go back and think about these wrestlers that I hated. Now I like them so much more because I, I see the effort they they put so much effort into these characters to try to get them over or try to get them hated. Like I go back and I like Raven so much. He's mm-hmm. ridiculous. I, I actually really like yeah. Raven. So and he did so much, but he didn't do anything. If no, you look, he did. I was gonna say the less you do, the Stevie more. Stevie Richards was his whipping boy, in which Stevie Richards wrestles. At Wildcat. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, he's the he's, he's the, going out for their main title on Saturday. Wow. He yeah. has a title currently. 
No, no, no. Oh, he, he released it. He released his title. They had a, he thing, had a thing where, like, if you, the he's had the secondary title, and if you want a shot at the main title, you have to relinquish this title first. Stevie Richards, okay. dude. So it's a risk. Cat got DDP Yoga Trainer. All right, um, Arn Anderson. Yeah, so that that I, I go back and he's the enforcer and he was good. But you don't put Tully Blanchard as kind of like no. A Tully Blanchard was an ugly hammerhead looking weirdo. What? His do- his daughter is great, but they don't push her right. The brainbusters in the WWE with Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard was it was amazing. good, amazing. It was good, but I don't like Tully Blanchard. It's okay, not Arn funny. Anderson just had his little. I drink beer. I'm gonna look down. I'm gonna put my chin down when I talk to you, and I'm gonna look at you with my beady <laughs> eyes. And you goddamn listen to me. He still works for the company, doesn't he? I'm sure he's. Behind. I think he's backstage. an agent backstage. Yeah. Yes, he's a backstage so. guy. So my number two, Doink the Clown, Matt Bourne's Doink the Clown. There's Not been only mul- be- there's been more than one, yeah. right? Okay. The, the the main one that really just put it on the map. The reason why I love Doink the Clown not only is the first one of the first wrestlers that I ever seen ever on TV was Doink, but as I've gotten older and looking back at it and realizing he was one of the best mat wrestlers, period, ever. He wrestled like at pre, WrestleMania pre 1. Like doink or when he was oh, as doink? Both. If you look back at his match, people, they over go, look at WrestleMania 10, I think. he re- well, That was more of a silly match, but the, one of the WrestleManias, I can't remember right now, maybe it was 9. He wrestled Not, Crush. That okay. was a pretty good match. That, wow. But he had a good feud with Bret Hart. Um, Jerry King Lawler was probably his biggest one. Macho Man, his promos were great when he became a heel i was gonna say you're talking about his his heel stuff was 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 dark oh, oh it's dark it's and really? it's good yeah oh happy-go-lucky clown and then he twists a clown quick. and that's yeah, that's yeah. bobo but 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 uh, then he switched over heel clown is like tim curry it curry, oh, it's kind good of stuff it's good because he does a lot of it's like the nursery rhyme kind of thing and then he twists it and he's like mirror mirror on the wall Who's the fairest of them all? That's creeping me out right now. Yeah, don't, and don't then he like that. he's I'm looking, just picturing it. <laughs> he's looking in a mirror, and the camera's filming it from behind him, and he's looking at the camera through the mirror, and just go through. I'm not gonna imitate it because he did it greater than I will ever do it. But then after WWF got tired of the clowns and the silly weird gimmicks, gimmicks and yeah. stuff, Aside he went to Undertaker. ECW, and he was called Born Again. He was half his makeup, and then half his not his makeup and he was just being matt born because he was an excellent wrestler he wrestled at wrestlemania one he was an undercard wrestler mm-hmm. um i think his dad was a wrestler too so i think he was a second generation wrestler um he's dead now but his later stuff he was just overweight still doing his his voice work on the mic was excellent still he's just he didn't take care of himself and so we'll move on to my next wrestler which is i'll say he probably is my all-time favorite wrestler sting all forms, from blonde flat Surfer top. Boy, which one's your? Fa- if you had to pick a favorite out of versions uh, of Sting, hmm, probably Surfer Sting because that was the first one and that was the longest period that like I paid attention to it. Then he did. I kind of like this short brown hair before he left off and became back yeah. as Crow like, because di- stop dying his hair and stuff. Yeah, because yeah. he was kind of like being himself and he wasn't trying too hard to yell and he was just doing it, but he's still Sting. Yeah. And he, he had cooler face paint, I think that mm-hmm. too. I always liked his gear, his boots. He had this cool like buckle to the side boots. Um, I liked all of his colors. You know, my shoes. People know me. I have crazy colored shoes. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because of Sting. I like those wacky colors. I've never actually thought about that. Your style is very. Flat top Sting would wear kind of outfits. Look out. Without the long hair. <laughs> Without the long hair. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm Surfer Sting. I, I did like the Crow Sting. Yeah. I didn't like Joker Sting. Did you see Sting in TNA? No, he started doing the Joker, like the Joker, Joker stuff. Sting. Yeah. It was okay. It was uh, okay. It was still Sting. But and it was Sting was weird. the only, I think he was the only, 
he was the first TNA Hall of Fame when they tried to do yeah. the Hall of Fame thing. They're still doing that. They are. They're still around, despite all that. We're not going to talk about stuff. TNA. Yeah. No, no, not today. I, I try so hard to like it. <laughs> um, you know, I watch all the Matt Hardy stuff. I really want to like it. The, the Hardy stuff. Even the Hardy stuff, though. I mean, like the. Uh, I, I haven't watched any of that the stuff yet. Final Deletion. You haven't yeah, yeah. watched the Final Deletion? Oh, you got to watch Final Deletion. Oh, my deletion, goodness. Man. I heard that what culture's been talking that up hard. You like would a love it's that. It's not that bad, actually. You would love that. You, I you would will. become a Matt Hardy fan after I, watching see, that. See, look, that's why I'm not a nerd because I don't want to dig too hard into it because then I'm going to get too. Too, too caught in a mix it. with it. I try to keep it balanced and then bounce around. That's why you see my list. It starts from the hottest guy in the WWE from New Japan. Then it goes down to some AAA woman wrestler. It's a family wrestler that nobody knows about. Yeah. Then it's going to go into an indie guy. I try to keep it so balanced. And I guess that's just from this how I am. Um, I'm going to leave Sting short because everybody knows who he is. Mm-hmm. He's, he's, that's who he is. My next guy is going to be Vampiro, which he had a mm-hmm. big bout with sting and why i like vampiro i didn't really know of him back then i know i know of him currently because of just his stuff on lucha underground and then towards the end of his career in AAA, I would see some stuff on youtube i just like his attitude he was kind of like a rock and roll he seemed like a rocker guy and plus when he came out he came out with icp at first mm-hmm. and then i think like the misfits at one point yeah, and they- i was just like this is great Oh, don't shake your head, Chris. I they love tried, the They tried to play him up like the evil version of Sting. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah. And it was the beautiful. Anti-Sting. And then in AAA. The Vegeta to his Goku. And then in nice. AAA, he's like a rock star. He like runs the house. Yeah. And he, and he, I liked his face paint. I liked his style. He's Canadian, by the way. Is he Canadian? He is Canadian. Just like Abdullah the Butcher is Canadian. Abdullah the Butcher is not Canadian. He is Canadian. I guarantee How you. How come? I thought there was like a, a a rule in wrestling that if you were Canadian and a wrestler, that that had to be nope. put first and center. Well, Vampiro front wasn't putting that out there first because Vampiro left front at a really young age and he just was done with it. Yeah. So his he he's a, he's mostly known for Mexican stuff, which is great. And I'm not going to put too much on Vampiro talking about him because that's just like a the Fabio Apache thing. Not many people probably know about him, but they should. So look him up. Um, my last guy. Sam's favorite that I'm about to say. Oh, Lord. Can Sam say? Let's see if he can guess it. Your favorite uh, that doesn't wrestle anymore? Oh, now now the pressure. Well, he doesn't, but he does. Um, So it's kind of a tough one. But I put him on doesn't because right now he's not right now. Undertaker? Undertaker? No, definitely not. Phil doesn't like the Undertaker. I do like like the Undertaker, (laughs) but I'm not. He's too easy. I'm not going to pick easy answers. Kurt Angle? No, definitely not. He wrestles. (laughs) I don't. I don't. You throw me off. You're you're throwing me off with this whole he kind of wrestles. Oh yeah, no, I know. He wrestles still. I mean, I guess. Yeah, he got a hip replacement. He's, yeah. he's on the indie circuit. Sabu. I don't oh, know really? why. I'm. I really am slapping myself that I didn't know this. Sabu. He's in the Me trunk of my car would walk right around now. the office, just point at the ceiling every yeah. time we'd see each other. So my first experience was seeing Sabu and why he's he's probably one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. And any wrestlers that talk about him on, if you watch many documentaries about him or whatever, they'll say that he's probably the most innovative wrestler. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of all time. He's, because he's he, too innovative. Because okay, he seemed crazy. That's what. That's why though. Dude. Because uh, everything he does, it's like he doesn't want to have a normal match. Mm-hmm. It's like he knows that wrestling has been around as long as it was. That his his mission was to do things different than Every from what other people were doing. Well, the, he he introduced table smashing. He introduced just putting it body on the line. Mm-hmm. He's a living like 
So he had a hip especially in America. He just had a re- he's, recently. He's still going to wrestle after. Oh, most definitely. Of course, we oh saw him God. a couple. Uh, he, Phil he mentioned earlier Danny, Danny Flamingo. Flamingo. He wrestled Danny Flamingo two years ago, and I almost once, cried. Years ago, and nice. Phil almost cried. Yes, he did. <laughs> I'm not going to lie about that. I get emotional when I see stuff like that. But with um Sabu, yeah, he'll wrestle through a, a hip replacement. Christopher, I'll yeah. tell you for sure. You know why? You should go back and watch a match with him and Terry Funk. Born to be wired. They had a barbar match. Sabu went to do his little jump in the corner leg drop thing. The ropes were barbed wire, but it wasn't like real like sturdy ropes. It was yeah. just like they strung him around. His arm got caught in it, tore his arm, comple- his bicep completely open to the bone. And all he did was electrical tape. And this was only like yeah. five or ten minutes in the match. It still went on for another 30 minutes. He's Good ridiculous. The, the way that the reputation that Mick Foley has right. Sabu is Korea. Sabu to the nines. Mick Foley had a more prolific career in the sense that he did. He went to many, went to other John promotions. John Cena and wrestled Sabu. John there was Cena a little angle going That's there for true, a while. Yeah. But uh, uh, the reason why I picked Sabu the most is because of all these things we just mentioned. The, and he still goes. And the reason why he, he lives the way he does and wrestles the way he does is because he had uh, his uncle, the, the original Sheik. The original Sheik. The original Sheik. The only original Sheik. And he was all about, he was one of those guys like Abdullah the Butcher. They Canadian. go out there and they just get a crowd reaction. They bleed people to death and they don't really wrestle mm-hmm. because they're out there. They're an attraction. Like the old days, they would have like Andre Giant or mm-hmm. Heist out to Calhoun where people want to go there and they want to be like get blood splattered on them or see somebody like almost kill somebody. His match against uh, the Big Show. I, I mean, oh, yeah. Big he, Show. A lot, of the bad, big... a lot of bad stuff that happened out of when this WWE ECW. really got ECW in 2006. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he uh, they were going to put the ECW title on Angle, but then he left. They were going to put it on Benoit a year later, but then all that stuff happened. And in between, they didn't know what all to do. All that stuff. So they put it on the big show. I don't know what else I should say yeah. about it. Uh, it's Kevin Sullivan. Uh, but, oh, wow. Uh, best, okay. <laughs> so, no, it wasn't. Anyway, so, the, but, so he fought. So Big Show fought Sabu at SummerSlam. And I don't That's remember silly. where it happens, but Sabu hits the big show so hard in the head. He's got like a big knot on the front of his head. And you will never see the big show more pissed off than in this match when I need he, to go back when and he, watch that when, he when he wins he kicks his foot through the table that he p- puts Sebu mm-hmm. through because he's so pissed off about being hit being that hard. just yeah. really hit hard, hit hard by Sabu. well Sabu, he, he he doesn't live on a script and if you listen to any of his interviews he goes out there and he gets he he puts on a show yeah he's gonna mess up he's gonna be doing more botches than anybody and botchamania barely puts him on there because they respect him so much mm-hmm. and i'm so glad they do that because they understand he's going to do it the way he's going to do it, and it's going to go out there and he's entertain scary. us Max. He scares me. Scary. He freaks it me out. Scary. It's like him and New Jack. Did, they, did he have a feud with New Jack? No, they Good never really God. had a feud. No, because no one knew that, that would kill each other. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, but that's... Did you watch you know, New Jack's retirement that... match? I didn't know. Against you, Necro you, Butcher. You, I saw... in uh, Necro Butcher, I was about to say. Ooh, it's getting weird in here, Christopher. <laughs> Do you like the Necro Butcher stuff? Like, do you still watch, like, the hardcore, like, the, 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 Sometimes. the really violent, like, the Sometimes. CZW stuff? Not too much. Sometimes I'll I'll bounce around. Necro Butcher, he's interesting because he's just, like, this old stoner dude that loves to just, like... But he, like, staples himself. He's, uh-huh. like, one of those super kinds good. of guys. Yeah, I'm not you ever seen the movie that. The Wrestler? Yeah, yeah. No, actually, he's the no, guy who wrestled the wrestler. him. Oh, oh you've never oh, seen yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, it's good. It won awards for a reason. There's no, there's no reason I it. haven't seen it, but there's some reason I haven't. Well, he's the, he's the guy that um, Our wrestles. Truth's Our truth is in it. Yep. Oh, that's awesome. Wrong the truth killings. <laughs> yeah, he like goes to uh, in the sh- in the movie. He goes to a show, wrestles in an and all the show. people at that show are real. Oh, real wrestlers. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to see it. I think I own it. I just haven't watched it yet. It's a good. It's a good, my girlfriend. It's depressing. It's a, yeah, a yeah. semi good wrestling it's, fan, and she likes it. I'll say this: it's 
It's a girl person. Darren Aronofsky, it seems like he watched Beyond the Mat. Right. And combined Jake the Snake, Mick Foley, and Terry Funk's three separate stories into one character, which is Mickey Do Ward. you know, how much do you know about Terry Funk? I would like to put Terry Funk on here too. Mm-hmm. Terry Funk. And now that oh, I'm thinking about this, but how much do you know about Terry Funk, year. Chris? Not much. I, I know some of the stuff they like, uh, because him in he's WWE a wrestler like when he start like early, early seventies, no, maybe sixties. He started in the sixties. He was WWE champion in the mid seventies. Uh-huh. So all the way up until what? Or, was maybe he early two thousand still wrestling, doing like crazy sixties or seventies right now. Yeah. He's in the seventies. He was in his, he was 65 ish when he had that hardcore match at ECW one I stand, which was 10 years ago. So he's yeah. got to be in good. The 70s. God. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But his character, like if you look, all right, so him and Jerry King Lawler had a match one time in a empty arena. That's really <laughs> well known. And there's and his little thing that he always does is like the wrestler, other wrestler enters him and it like dis- dismantles his eye. So he's always like flailing on the ground, like shaking, like my, or I know you shook your head early about ICP, but, you got to give it to these guys. They get they, they put together they some they legend got, yeah. shows that are amazing. Like mm-hmm. Mick Foley um, co-commentary on one of the shows. It happened about four years ago, and it's about a three four hour show. Everybody's on it. Everybody's on it. And the main event is Rowdy Piper versus Terry Funk, and then the corner of Rowdy Piper is um, Randy Orton's dad, mm-hmm. Cowboy Bob Orton, and then the promos for it are so good by Terry Funk because Terry Funk's talking about how. Rowdy Piper's parents were were idiot horses or something. He's going off in some weird, crazy old man tangents, and he's it's like a ten minute promo, and he's serious as a dog in this thing. And Rowdy Piper just like has nothing to say, and that dude can talk. Yeah, Piper <laughs> Piper's on my list of uh, old wrestlers. So oh, Piper, that's, no. I sh- oh see see that's the that's the problem with uh, lists is that no matter who you, you put you in, you're always leaving think somebody, of somebody out. That's yeah. why Chris Jericho is always adding things to the list. He's always there adding things yeah. to the list. It's true. Um, that's your top five? That was my top five, but top bottom five old legends. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. Uh, let's go ahead with uh, but Sam. I want to hear some comments, guys. Um, if Whoever's listening to what's your top fives and yeah. legends fives? I'm curious. Or ask me some questions. I'll, yeah, I'll most definitely. Uh, so uh, the feedback and everything in the in the comments, you can even do it on our Facebook page. So uh, make sure you like us on Facebook. Um, but Sam, what are what are my top my top five favorite guys? Oh yeah, guys. forgot about Sam. Yeah, yeah you forgot about right. Sam. I was so no, hot. It's, it's all right. It's all right, <laughs> Phil. It's okay. Okay, so top five professional wrestlers who no longer perform or sports entertainers or sports entertainers. See, I don't wrestlers. I don't like anyone. Wrestlers. Anyone that describes himself as a sports entertainer, I don't like. I immediately don't. I don't. Silly. But I immediately don't like them. But what do you know? real wrestlers call themselves? Wrestlers. Boys. Wrestlers. They call themselves. I'll the go boys. ahead and put. I'm gonna put my boys. He's, he's a recent guy that I'm sure Phil is gonna roll his eyes at me when I say. No, I'm gonna look him forward at Christopher. Okay. Pretty over here. Is is CM Punk? No. CM Punk uh, was U- UFC fighter. He's going like, to wrestle again. He's gonna wrestle again. Yeah. No matter what he says. Yeah. Uh, Money it might talks. be in Ring of yeah, Honor exactly. or New Japan. No, he's going back to WWE. He's going to no, go to WWE. Yeah, he is. He never, no, uh, one, no one doesn't go back. I can't think of anyone Paul other Heyman, than... Paul Heyman? Like, he should have come than, back. Other than uh, Randy Savage, which is why everyone believes that rumor about him and yeah, Stephanie. Stephanie yeah, because yeah. that's the only thing I could think of that would warrant him he never coming back. back. He would have come back if he's still alive. His brother, Leapin Lanny Poffo, said he what? would never do the the um the Hall of Fame thing. thing. No, he said he would never do if his brother got inducted, he wouldn't induct him. He did that. He t- he talked to um Bill Apter over and over about that. If you don't listen to Bill Apter, he's amazing. You know who Bill Apter is, Chris? Nope. 
Oh my gosh, I'm I'm educating tonight. In, in 2010, they did that. They they relaunched with Mattel, mm-hmm. the and line. Randy Savage right. did promos with that, which shocked everyone, thinking that that might lead to him coming back to do. And then he died. Yeah, just a few well, months later. It was it was weird because Lanny Poffo said he wouldn't do it, but I think with the like I mentioned before, probably is it's for the fans. It's don't be selfish. You're a character on this program that yeah, people enjoy. Savage had like a pretty good career. I, I think, see Savage. Honestly. Savage is also on my list. Savage is definitely. I I I didn't get to watch him obviously uh, if I didn't start watching until I didn't watch any of his stuff in WCW. Um, None. I mean, I've watched it since. Now, but I wasn't, yeah, yeah. I wasn't watching live. What he was doing you didn't it. Yeah, watch the Slim Jim breaking. Um, I don't like any of the stuff really when he started wearing a shirt while he was wrestling. I don't. I don't like it when uh, wrestlers that, uh, start covering themselves up because they're insecure. Do you know Randy Savage is not that tall? He wasn't that tall. No, he's not. Uh, That's why he had the whole fringe and all this. I love that because Hulk Hogan is way taller than. Oh yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, p- promo wise. Nobody can touch Randy Savage. Uh, yeah, Ultimate Warrior, Ultimate Warrior, energy. For craziness, yeah, for energy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Best, telling you, go back and look at Don't Clown and Macho watch, Man's promos. Watch all the promos, uh, which I want to go watch that because when it when it, when Macho Man does his counter to Doink, he's mm. kind of like Ugh. he doesn't know he, what to do. When they the WWE put out that Macho Madness DVD a few years ago, and there's a did the, you buy it? The, of course I did. It was pre <laughs> it was pre WWE Network, mm-hmm. and uh, the third disc is just nothing but promos. Randy Savage promos. Really? It's like oh, I don't that's know, awesome. Thirty or forty promos. And that's how the Paul Heyman DVD is too, right? Yeah. One DVD yeah. is just promos. It's just promos, which is awesome. Why? I gotta get you that, know, too. It's crazy. That's, See, that's what I'm saying. You don't even need the matches. Chris, some, half this room's gonna be wrestling stuff by like, the time you know it. When you think about why you love wrestling, you know you want to watch good matches, you want good wrestling, but no one ever typically cites... Then you buy ECW Like DVDs. that moment in a wrestling match, you go, like, remember that time that Jake the Snake snake bit Randy Savage? Dude, that, that was, was freaking crazy. I wouldn't want to be there. I hate snakes. But, uh... <laughs> There are only I've never there's only one match that I've ever actually cried because of the match, and that's Randy Savage versus the Ultimate Warrior. Elizabeth, it's not actually the match; it's the it's stuff Elizabeth. that happens after the match. And I don't know why I watch it and I'll go, "I'm not going to get choked up this time." It's happened Spell it like five or six I don't remember times. this. It's not he, peeking my brain uh, right now. Randy Savage fights Ultimate Warrior at WrestleMania Seven. He You'll know he's, he's not fighting him; he's wrestling him. He's wrestling. Right? wrestling him, Good yes. God, getting that straight. He's, he's he's sports entertaining him. Sports entertaining. Sports entertaining. It wasn't there yet, <laughs> right? It was just the icon Titan and stuff. It was a it was a retirement match. So whoever lost oh. had to had to quit. Sit down. And this was actually not Macho Man. This was Macho King. So yes, he had it was. Queen oh, okay. Sherry with him. Was oh, with him I love Sherry. Martell. And Ultimate Warrior was mad at Savage because he had just cost him the WWF Championship a couple months before. Okay. This is the same pay per view where uh, Hogan defends against. Iraqi sympathizing Slaughter. Slaughter. So that's that's the main match, but the match that still shows Savage Warrior, which is crazy to think because Warrior is not everyone knows a very he's this promo great in ring performer, but Savage carried him to a classic match. Yeah, and that match is actually everything at him. He puts he gives him like five uh, elbow drops, damn, and then he still kicks out. He throws everything he had. It's storytelling wise. Mm You can watch this match without knowing anything that's going on all and savage. understand all of it. And then so then he loses. Savage loses, so now he has to retire. Uh, Miss Elizabeth, who was Randy Savage's li- wife in real life mm. at that but, time, but was his uh, manager for years, hadn't been seen on television in about a year because they she had was a big in the, falling out. The audience the whole time. Yeah, he, uh, savage turned heel. Savage was with Hogan. They were the mega powers, but then Savage we know became all about jealous. That. 
Uh, so he blamed Hogan, then he blamed Miss Elizabeth, so he left her, got with Sherry, blah, blah, blah. So Miss Elizabeth, distraught over losing her man and him being a jerk, you know, runs That's off. when she, like, she's runs gone. to the ring and is very like, whoa, where'd so she then, come from? So then yeah. during this match, she's there to okay, watch, see what happens to what's going to happen, you know, because maybe her former lover is going to have his career over. So she's in the audience. They keep showing her, every, you know, Bobby Heenan's like, what is she doing here, blah, blah, blah. She looks like a little sad puppy. Yes. Yeah, she looks very, very the sad. The whole time. I'm, okay, I remember She's seeing got these previews. Sparkly, yeah. uh, you know, Savannah dress. White uh, sweater on kind of. And thing. you know what's sad? You think about what she turned like her and Lex Luger afterwards, and <laughs> that's oh, even even, more uh, sad. Okay, so <laughs> so she's watching. So, uh, so Savage loses. He's very upset that he lost. He's got to retire. Yeah. Sherry Martel gets in the ring and is just laying into him about how, like, you know, because now she's her money train's gone. Blah blah blah. So she starts attacking Savage. Yeah. And then uh, Miss Elizabeth, and he's taking it because he's exhausted from fighting the Ultimate War, so he's just getting beaten up by Sherry Martell. So Miss Elizabeth jumps the barricade, runs in, starts attacking Sherry Martell, gets, throws her off of him, and then Savage turns around like he's going to hit her because he thinks it's Sherry. Yeah. And then it's Miss Elizabeth, woman? and he's freaking out because, yeah. what the hell the are 80s, you doing man. here? You can do blah, that blah, back blah. then. <laughs> uh, you know... And then they have this moment where, was like, that the early like, he thinks that he's going to hit her. Yeah. And, the, and the last time that Savage saw Elizabeth, he was in a position where he would have hit her. Like, that was, like, mm-hmm. the, the, the story they were selling. Uh, like, he yeah. hated her. So then he goes around. He's going to hit her. It's not her. He stops. He freaks out. And they have, like, this weird, like, moment where they don't say anything. They just stare at each other. And then they just hug. And the whole audience is crying, crying and erupts. And, and then he puts her on his shoulder. Yeah. And then what gets me is that... One, which is a great little thing that they never really, they never really uh, talk about, is that every time Savage would come in the ring with Miss Elizabeth back when he was a heel, she would open the yeah. the ropes for him, mm. and then he would get in there. And then like he this paid time, her they're going that. to to leave, and she does like as like an an ode to what she used to do. She opens the ring ropes for him, and then he's like, no, 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 and he opens the ropes. That's for what her. he gets to. And do. I don't know why. I don't I know why it does. It just does. It's just it just feels really real. It's called wax on, wax off. And Sam. then you got Gorilla Monsoon going like, "This is his last match," and you know, it's it's you know. The only time I've teared up for wrestling is for live wrestling, and it was before I went with you. Actually, I went with one of my friends in my neighborhood growing up, but we went to SmackDown in Baton Rouge at the River Center, and this is when they just bought out ECW, and they didn't they didn't have this ECW. Um, show yet but they would have them on smackdown and it was like rob van dam tommy dreamer and sandman came out it was like a three-on-three match and they came out and some emotions because i've never i was a huge ecw fan if you guys can't tell yet as a younger kid nobody else understood because nobody watched it yeah you were alone because they didn't know what channel to to look at which you can comment below and get a cool prize and um so they came out the crowd was just like, whatever, yeah. And I was with my friend, and I remember trying so hard just to hold it in. It was just like shooting out of me. I just started tearing up. He's like, dude, what's wrong, man? I was like, oh, I just feel really hot in here, man. It's just really <laughs> bothering me. I just started tearing up, and was like, this is so beautiful that I finally get to see. But they were so out of, like, Sandman, way past his prime. Tommy Dreamer, you know, so-so. And Rob Van Dam was kind of like hurt so he was kind of out of shape for it so they kind of stink with the this the point of seeing them live in an arena even though it wasn't really close or anything and that was the, the first time you've seen them yeah it was the first it was time live. i saw them in yeah. live and it just it it got it overwhelmed me to make me feel uncomfortable and that's what that whole live experience is that you're missing chris yeah. like sam he's been in you wrestlemania got, got, and he's really probably had the most experience seeing the undertaker I'm lose which is probably i was gonna biggest. say i would say i he's he i don't think he really can be on this list because he wrestles once a year but the undertaker was my favorite guy when i was a kid mm-hmm. I love The Undertaker. Uh, I thought that people made a big deal. 
a bigger deal about the streak ending than it it, it deserved. Last, yeah, because mm-hmm. Paul Heyman should it got turned it, it got turned into too big of a thing. You can't you know you build someone as an undefeatable thing so that then when somebody does beat them, you make that person right. You know, I've been watching a lot of retro Raws. Uh, or Triple H's world champion, and I know that a lot of people give him a was lot of flack for winning. Yeah, it's when he was. It's when he was wearing those the shorts because he had that uh, mm-hmm. that thigh injury, mm-hmm. uh, or he was getting really chafed a lot. Uh, now, say what you will about him beating Booker T and beating all these people that deserved wins. When he finally would lose, people Cena is over, and a lot of the reason why Cena's over is because he beat Triple H at WrestleMania, mm-hmm. who never lost. When Batista beat him. Trip Batista was over. When I'm gonna try Benoit my best never to talk about Benoit John Cena, over. guys. Yeah, Except right. when we're talking about Total Bellas, I'm just saying, because like, I love that you know, show. I do too. <laughs> you know, so you got uh, <laughs> start, Sam, you like starts in a couple weeks. Divas. I think the new season starts next week. Uh, no, to, uh, I like Total Bellas. Total Bellas. Total Bellas. Yeah. Tonight, yeah, it's tonight. tonight. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm watching. Which on is 11 9 2016. The the Undertaker was my favorite. So when he when he I was in New Orleans when he lost to Lesnar. You were there. I was there. He was uh, behind that guy that they have on T-shirts. That yeah, black dude with the, the open guy mouth. with the yeah, Sam yeah, was yeah, standing yeah. right behind him. He made he, no he like he actually because he's, cause he's he so, poked him in the back, guy. and that's why he made that face. No, he but wasn't. I didn't. You know, the the moment has moved beyond it because it was just that the streak was over because he wrestled Bray Wyatt the next year. He wrestled mm-hmm. Shane, but in the moment, I had always believed that he was gonna lose the streak, and then that was gonna be his last match. Mm-hmm. So when he lost, should be in the audience, which you can't really see on when you're watching it from home there's this feeling that like like the whole thing goes that there's a there's a pause like when when the when the three count hits no one believed it it takes like five seconds for them to put the graphic up on the screen that says 21 and one and when that happened you can hear the whole audience gasp because nobody believed it's a weird thing for some for a scripted sport that everyone knows isn't isn't on legit for people to be so upset it. about somebody losing, you're, 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 you're freaking me out here. You're saying it's not legit. No, it's not legit. <laughs> Sports entertainment, Phil. It's legit. So it, but it's not too legit. To so I thought that he <laughs> nice. was. I thought that he was. He was retiring. I thought the guy yeah. that had been wrestling my entire life that was my favorite, the guy that I was drawn to. My first, the first wrestler that I saw on TV that I was like, you know, this guy's dead. This guy's Oz was was the Undertaker. Was he with a, you know, uh, oh. <laughs> Oh my precious Undertaker! Um, he's so dead too. so that's, I cried like a shame. baby. He can be on your list. He can be on my list. Okay, so right. we got we got Taker. Wow, Rule Breaker over Sabu. here. I mean, Six, huh? Well, you put Sabu, who's not yeah. technically, technically also he's, retired. He just is not wrestling. Broken right. head. Technically, Taker's not rosters. wrestling right now. I mean, I guess he's he's debuting on SmackDown. He's he coming back to SmackDown. He ain't having a match. When I was a kid. Everyone that was tall, I get the whole Vince McMahon big guy thing because mm-hmm. as a kid I bought yeah. into that. Anyone yeah, that was too. six foot five or older, anyone it, whose main move was a slam or like a power bomb. I th- so you remember that big feud where it was Psycho said or it was Sid Vicious or Sid Justice and Vader where they had power mm-hmm. bomb? Like who could do the better yeah. power bomb? Yeah, that was like a feud in the early nineties, and it was ridiculous. I was like, they both looked the same. <laughs> the best looking coolest one is like the razor's edge from razor ramon yep, that's yep. like crucifying somebody to death that move scares the hell out of me yeah, mike awesome does, does it almost move. better like, i hate that he's gonna drop him right on his neck every yeah, single every time single it's like time. how do you take that do you know who mike yeah. awesome is chris no oh Lordy. awesome bomb watch mike awesome versus oh god what's his name he he got really big in japan he's tanaka, a really big guy masada tanaka mm-hmm. from one night stand 2005 okay so it's wwe quality but it's Balls he was he was a he was a, he was awesome a big what well, was he like six ten 
He's a big boy. He's, he's a big, big guy, boy. this yeah. jacked guy, and he had, like, when his earlier days, this dark hair, but it was, like, flat tops thing, but, like, mullet style. And he was this mean... I think I know who you're talking about. Mike Awesome. called the Awesome Bomb. Yeah, I think well, I know who you're talking about. He, he was big in ECW. He got really over in America in ECW, and then he, like, took the championship and went to WCW, got in trouble, so he had to come back and wrestle one match. And then Taz came down, which he was a commentator. Or I think so he was wrestling weird. in WWE. No, he was in WWE. They, Taz had just signed with WWE, but WWE was kind of working behind the scenes with ECW. Then Mike Awesome was ECW champion, but signed a contract with WCW. So they he was going to take the belt, so they needed to take the belt back. And I don't know why they decided to use Taz, I guess because he would be a big name. Mm-hmm. So they yeah. had Taz. It was at a dark show. A too, WWE dark... contracted yeah, was that, guy. It wasn't even on TV? No, fighting it was filmed, awesome, but it wasn't on... a WCW yeah. contracted guy on ECW. for the ECW title. And they gave yeah, it to like, Tommy so Dreamer weird. or something like that. I don't understand. Yeah, then he dropped it immediately to Tommy Dreamer or something. So Taker would do the choke slam. I liked all the big guys, and I didn't appreciate a lot of the guys that were there at the time but looking back on it eddie guerrero mm-hmm. is definitely one of my favorite guys uh there was nothing he how much have you watched of his ecw stuff oh, i've watched all of his ECW. thank two you cool scorpio dean malenko's two out of three his last match in ecw with dean malenko and two out of three falls is one of the best matches have you ever seen any of that i really Chris, need to watch ecw how do we keep coming back to ecw yeah. they might not have that on there anymore because they took a lot of they had it on they had there. a lot they of hardcore tv they, stuff on but ECW. you could find it on on youtube guys yeah. Um, that stuff is just like fluid motion. Those guys look like pistons in an engine. They just freaking go back and forth. They don't stop, and there's no sleight of hand. They they just no, yeah. They're making it happen. And Two Cold Scorpio, Flash Funk in WWF, just as good as him. And he was a he wasn't a cruiserweight size as these guys were. Yeah. He was a normal sized dude. He was like six four, two forty, and he was doing crazy. He was like Sabu, but more controlled. I would say. Yeah. And he would come out, and he had good mic skills, and he'd come out doing his little joking around and jam. Jam. He was actually one of the. He was the only ECW guy that had his own like uh, theme music that was like done by an artist in ECW that was copyrighted. So when he went to WWF, he had he he had like full royalties all this or something like that. So really cool guy in there. Yeah, Chris, you're gonna. I'm gonna get you an ECW train. Don't you worry. (laughs) I got plenty of footage. He doesn't. I, he didn't even know what ECW was until you showed up. No, not at all. Yeah. Eastern Championship Wrestling. Yeah. Oh, that's what I thought. Okay. okay. The uh, I, and I have like Benoit, kind of like a, a slash Eddie slash Benoit. Do it. He was. The, he was just have, all of their you matches. Have, you have Benoit on your list. Yeah. I have Benoit. See, oh. I understand why. I can understand why people don't that's want to talk his about outside, it. That's his outside. I get life. that. But it's that we're talking about the this sports is entertainer. Be, this here. is before. Mm-hmm. It's like. I'm not gonna lie. Benoit was one of my favorite wrestlers back in the day. So Kevin Sullivan fighting the bathroom. You know, it's it's. I don't want to talk about it because that, that's polarizing. Well, polarized. no, it's just it's just you know. Uh, I think the, we're talking the, about the wrestler. We're talking about the in ring on television stuff. We're not talking yeah, about I the agree. person. Yeah, like he yeah. he murdered talking, his whole entire family. Well, yeah. Obviously, but he's I a think, terrible human you being. You know, people compare Maybe. that. I don't know. People compare that I'm to the uh, to, well. Okay, I'm a fan. I'll say this: people like to parallel that to the O.J. Simpson thing. O.J. Simpson did a horrible thing mm-hmm. and then ran away and tried to get away with it. Mm-hmm. Benoit did a horrible thing. And then, because he did a horrible thing, took his own. He life. took his own life. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that that vindicates or anything. It's just it it makes it less. It makes it so tragic. Mm-hmm. It was such as a tragic thing that. But I don't. I I think I see it. You know, before that happened, I was a fan of him. Yeah, I was too. You know, uh, Canadian Crippler, Chris Benoit. But Eddie Guerrero, like or Eddie Guerrero versus uh, Kurt Angle at WrestleMania 20, is the or closest it. thing to like a what feels like a shoot real wrestling mm-hmm. match. I mean, you can angle had that with a lot of people. And, Shoot, explain and, that. Uh, 
shoot as in legit on on the up and up real an actual a real fight wrestling. a real wrestling real ouch fight. that hurt yeah the uh because <laughs> sometimes they might say that but they might say other words that we won't say right now yeah. because it's too silly i mean when angle would fight lesnar uh it would be it would be good, but it would be a it's a big guy versus a small guy. Did Same you watch their Japan r- matches in New Japan? Yeah, I never watched them. Yeah, were they good? They were good. They're real they're, matches. They're not. They're good, but they also st- are very wrestling matches. They're okay. not. They're not amateur style. I don't like Brock Lesnar. That's what the out there. I don't mind him. I don't like what they're doing. I don't like. I don't like him now. I don't like. He's been lazy the last several matches mm-hmm. he's had. I know. But I've never liked him. And when he went over to all right, so. You hear me talk about, I like tournaments. I like certain structure to things. And when he went to UFC, his first match in UFC, he loses to a leg lock. Amateur mm-hmm. move. Frank, he, he he Frank Mir put Frank him, Mir Dude, Frank Mir lock, was so. a veteran, so yeah. whatever. And then that. he became the UFC heavightweight champion of the next, world. Like he was an NCAA fight. champion, next, a WWE no, champion, wait, an IWGP yeah, champion, and a UFC champion. Next match, he fights Randy Couture. Old man still has the belt. They pretty much just handed it over to him, and he mutilated him. And then he thinks he's the biggest dog on campus. Has a couple more wins where he rolls over older guys or in their pride. No, you say pr- that? No, he had a title defense. I don't remember what the guy's name is. Where he he fought a guy that was like I don't know seventeen and zero. Yeah, but had only had uh, first what? round knockouts. Yes, and he he weathered the storm, which is why Brock Lesnar's face looks the way it does is from that specific fight where that guy just beat on his face. Yeah. for a whole round. And then the guy got winded, and then he took to, took him out in the next round. That was a uh, junior, so, huh? Junior? junior De Santos, yeah, probably. Yeah. So I that match, is. I think, is what legitimized his run. I guess I don't he, know. I, he's I guess a legitimate just, badass. Yeah, he's you, can't, you, you can't even deny that that, that fact. Sure. You don't have to like him, yeah, but I mean, right. you know, I'm not but, trying to deny. Him. I'm just saying I just don't like the guy. Yeah, but just, I like that I don't like him. Like I think he brings he brings an intangible that you don't really think about it. as a, a wrestler. Very real it's world like he's better than. Than wrestling, so you want him to lose. I might like him better if he was still like. Maybe if I go back and watch Japan stuff, because in Japan, like it's so structured, you get to enjoy what they're trying to get out of it. Mm-hmm. With WWE programming, he it's going to be too much of this. I don't. I don't like it. I don't like what they're doing with him. And then I don't like how they do. I don't like how UFC is being like the WWE. There's no structure to it. How do you lose a match and it goes straight into a championship match? Oh, well, prize fighting, m- money. Yes, yeah, prize so, fighting. Well, I mean, that's what WWE is. Prize like fighting. Like in, they, w- in WWE, whoever's to... undefeated should be the number one contender. Right. Braun Strowman right, should right, be right. fighting Kevin Owens one on one. That's yes. what it should be because yes. he's not hasn't been beaten. Yeah. Yes. that's Why, how it yes. should be. James Ellsworth should be champion. Go for it. Except for some shady shenanigans, we'll do it. You know, I'll watch it. So, is uh, that your top? Uh, and then, you know, I got Kenta Kobashi, uh, who's mm-hmm. a Japanese legend. If you don't know Kenta Kobashi, look I him do up. Know who he doesn't is. matter what match it is. Just type Kenta Kobashi into any search mm-hmm. engine. Is that like a, su- is that a sushi roll you can get at the hibachi shop? It, is, it probably could be. But what I, would it taste like? I would order it. Uh, so, Kenta Kobashi and then um, oh. Stone Cold, which is kind of an obvious one. But <sighs> the, he was the guy on top when I first started watching. I still think he's, he's the, the best wrestler yeah. all, Stunning in the Steve whole Austin? entire world. Stone Cold, Stone stunning Cold. Steve Austin mm-hmm. was awesome. Stone Cold, his match with Kurt Angle. See, I see. I want to say Angle, but then Angle is t- still technically wrestling. Mm-hmm. I want him to come back to WWE. Really. He's he going needs to. a last. He said he's going to retire there. He so. needs to. Uh, so, but uh, Austin Angle, SummerSlam 2001. Wait, mm-hmm. d- d- Stone Cold Steve Austin, ECW. Austin, yeah, Stop. I knew he was. In Are that, you so. East? Can we call you Phil the ECW? Guy? Yeah, I'm no, because I don't want to be associated. With the, I'm the dude with the headband. You want, guys. don't want to be associated, and yet. Chris, so he never really wrestled in ECW. He just had promos, didn't he? He, he wrestled he got a couple vi- matches. He, he lost re- to Mikey Whipwreck a lot. Yep. 
he it was great <laughs> because he still kind of had his hair in there he had that ridiculous headband while he was still bald and this is when they were starting to do a lot more shows more than in the ecw arena they were doing more shoes everywhere there was like one that was like an looked like an arc like a kid's arcade or something nice. it was like a ladder match him and mikey whipwreck but then the sandman came in yeah, he got fired from WCW because he while he was injured. He didn't get fired because he was injured. He got while he was hurt. Mm-hmm. So right after he got hurt, Paul called him and said, "You want to come do some stuff?" He's like, "Well, I can't. I'm hurt." He's like, "Well, you can shoot, cut promos." Mm-hmm. So he couldn't do anything but cut promos because he was injured. And he just so he just spent weeks just doing that. things for, to promote for what I don't know. Because then he had like a couple matches and then immediately got signed by WWE right. as the ringmaster. Terrible. Time. I remember seeing that when he, one of his earlier matches where he wrestled the Undertaker. I was just like. Mm-hmm. He was. A, he I remember seeing million live. dollar belt, didn't he? He had the million dollar yeah. championship belt. Yeah. I remember seeing. That I met him before. When it came on. Ted. It's Ted weird. Yeah. So he was he, at Wildcat. So he used the Cobra oh. Clutch, or he used the million dollar dream when yeah. he was a heel, and then he stopped doing it when he turned face. So then when he turned heel in 2017, he started using it again. Mm. And there's a weird two match. So he has a match with The Rock at WrestleMania 17, where he puts him in the million dollar dream, and Jr. calls it. He's got him in the million dollar dream. I haven't seen him do that since he was the ringmaster. Wow. Then a few months later, he fights Kurt Angle. And then JR says, he's got him in the Cobra Clutch. I haven't seen him since him do that since he was a ringmaster. And I just think it's weird that he would call it two different moves. It's the same move. He got corrected. Then. But technically, he has it was stroke from... Stroke problems. But it was from... Te- <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> don't fault the guy. Yeah, he's why still making, calling stuff. Why are you making fun said, of him, man? Yeah. I think you just said he wrestled in 2017 when you were trying to say 2007. 2000. So it, was rest- it was at WrestleMania 17. See, I was corrected you. So we're all good. We're all in the even playing field now. Okay, uh, since we're pretty long on the podcast we're gonna quickly just go through what raw and smackdown this week and we'll go ahead and start closing out the show um but what did y'all think about raw and smackdown this week start with sam raw was okay uh it's too long it's hard for me to to process everything that happens on it but i thought it was good i like it on hulu i like see See, i was told that because so much got cut off the prompt the open it just (sighs) all right guys let me let me cut it off right here okay so i was excited about doing this podcast. I'm like, oh, let me pull out a paper and take notes and read this. I recorded it fully. I'm a fast mm-hmm. forward. I started taking notes. I got about a paper of notes and then this one we'll do these notes because this is how I feel about it. And the it entire not... programming, there's probably about 20 minutes of actual wrestling. Yeah, in four hours. I liked. I liked that they were from Scotland. I thought that was cool. They've never done that yeah. on Raw before. I liked that they debuted Noam Dar in front of his hometown crowd that was really cool mm-hmm. and, I like and then brian lost. kendrick got to be a jerk that was awesome all awesome i like the uh, uh the bailey the crowd taking i like the bailey, bailey hijack yeah. the stuff i love that bailey is going over i'm upset i've been saying since before she debuted that they should do on the main roster exactly what they did at nxt they should have bailey come up and then lose but she'll still stay over mm-hmm. they should have sasha banks stay champion and then mm-hmm. they should have her be upset that the the spotlight was going to bailey and then they yeah. should have them fight in orlando WrestleMania, the same city where they were in NXT, and right. that would be huge. But I feel like I still think they're they just, keep doing it with Charlotte. I think they're waiting for. I think Bailey, they might so. do the well, opposite. I think they're gonna do the same thing, but they're it's gonna the do it with same Charlotte. product. They're doing. They're just doing the exact same stuff they did on yep. NXT, and it was mm-hmm. fire hot. Mm-hmm. They're moving it to the bigger TV program that's on Hulu. If yeah. you don't have regular cable, and if you have cable, you're watching it on the USA Network. So that's all they're doing because they're like, hey, we made money here and we made ratings. Yeah. 
in our own little I special mean, internet way. But it, now we're going to do it on the big screen and make more money. It was just kind of weird to watch the crowd. What was that segment? It was only, it almost went 10 minutes long. It went because way of the crowd. too yeah. long. The girls? It was so yeah. bad. Alicia I Fox. Why is Alicia Fox in that? Because they don't have. Because they Yeah, you know what? I didn't think about that. Yeah. Total Divas. Because they have six women on Raw. When Emma comes back, they'll have seven. I thought they should have Emma come back instead of Alicia Fox. Poor Emma. But they. If she's still on the roster, they gotta use them. They need five that, women. Um, she needs to bring back the silly stuff. And then the main event was great. I mean, it wasn't uh, great, actually, but it was good. It was the five-way match it was, was actually right. not that yeah. bad. Um, it has some good like spots in it. Phil, so. I, Phil hates all the gimmick. Anything that's more than two people. If it's really? a tag match or one, oh man, I, know, threats, I, 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 like, I like tag They're matches. Formulaic. I like three on threes, but I don't like I don't like a three-way dance. I don't like a five-way dance. There's a lot going on. Especially if you go live, because you see the other guys kind of like laying there, but looking, waiting for their spot, or just yeah, chilling. It feels, it's, it's very the, spotty. Because I'm the kind of person that pays attention to detail to everything if I'm watching it on So TV. you want it to be smooth. Yeah. And yeah, it's never yeah. smooth when it's that no. many people. No, it's so stupid because you're waiting for this person to do that. But what, what I noticed, what was it, um... The match, uh, Chris Jericho and whoever else, they're wrestling outside of the ring, and the camera's not really cutting to them much, but you mm-hmm. see them kind of flying around in the yeah. background. I kind of like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. they're focusing on the ring. Because it makes them look like they're doing stuff, but they're still in the ring. Yes. See, Mr. I Like Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. Chris over here, here's here's a sign why it's not going to work, because for some reason, in a fatal five-way with the Universal Champion in it, Universal Champion came out fourth. Mm-hmm. Who came out last? Why? Is Roman it, Reigns. I even, why? why? I don't know Why? I That's never, a silly thing to hang up on. I but, never understand but, but that, when the the belt guy comes out first. Because they don't have structure because they're stupid. They, like, the belt always comes out last. It depends. Well, like, it's... Like, when Edge fought Cena in Toronto, they had Edge come out first, even though you he was Toronto, champion. very good. Toronto. No, that to, was not good. <laughs> a boot. That uh, he uh, Kevin Owens because he was going to get cheered, so they brought him out so they could cheer him. Yeah. And then Cena come out so they would boo him, but they were doing that on purpose. Right. Uh, so sometimes they do it to manipulate the crowd reaction. Those things are fine. Like those but are that reasons. Does not apply to this no. this match. No, I know. That's what Why, I'm saying. Like you want Roman to be like way in the middle, so when the booze but they get don't died want down. that. And see, so that and then earlier in the show, whenever they show Kevin, I like the dynamic. It'll it'll work in the long run because I think that when they finally have Kevin versus chris mm-hmm. it'll be awesome it will be but i don't like because i love kevin owens but he's being very watered down as champion because even when they do show him he's learning his stride right now he, like it's not just that chris is saying we're both champion it's like the show is presenting it like the the universal champion is these two people. kevin owens and chris jericho mm-hmm. they are it I is think, two of them i like, think that's for all purpose, purpose they might yeah it's on purpose so he doesn't stand out on so i want him to turn on chris and then he'll be the best thing ever. and kevin owens needs to do it to him yes kevin owens needs to turn on chris just like he did to Sami Zayn. i don't think NXT. they're watering down kevin owens they're they're showing him he doesn't need to be the high spot well, no. He's a he's, huge guy being a high spot guy. To, to, he doesn't yeah. need to come in there with his gym shorts and his t-shirt all the time. He needs to be a champion. I do like that he's wearing a suit now. He I needs thought to be a the champion. second he won the championship, he actually he's he's how to be a champion. He talked about that on the uh, Chris Jericho podcast. Yeah. And we can go and we get to, we can go back to Jim Cornette how he did not like how Kevin Owens would just be his j- lazy gym short thing. He I actually, I actually like that. I don't find I, that lazy. I, don't think I, I think that's, that's, his that's just his character. So. Mm-hmm. It's it, it is, bothers it me is more with uh, Dean Ambrose wearing jeans and a t-shirt. I, it, yeah. See, that's I, the I thing. It that. doesn't. It, but that's like his Johnny Moxley character in CZW. Yeah. Again, it it's not. It's how they're going to show. That's my him. opinion, guys. If you're going to you're going to have Kevin me. Owens be like a, a, a an unstoppable beast. You have to you have to showcase him that way. Mm. But then if they don't, 
then that kind of thing doesn't make sense because if you throw him in there like he's just one of the other guys, but then that's what he's wearing. It Chris doesn't make as Jericho much sense. Jericho is I guess. showing him the way. I don't think Kevin Owens does not need to be showing not at shown all. anything. Yeah. At that at I that think, level, yes. I think that he needs Kevin Owens has done indies, he's done high indies, but the level that he's at now, he was doing it with John Cena, yeah. Most definitely. But I feel like now with Chris Jericho he's refining because Chris Jericho, look at yeah. his pedigree. Well yeah. How many people did he beat one night, Sam? He beat I don't know if you, if he's ever mentioned it before on television, but I think he beat The Rock and some and, bald dude. Um, yep. Who was it? Those guys. Stone Cold, I yep. think, in the same night yep. to become the very first undisputed champion in the history exactly. of the wrestling business ever. So Raw was good. It was okay. Raw was okay. There was three or four, three promos. That lasted ten to fifteen minutes. They, yeah, that it was all promos. Series. It was all promos. I felt really bad for Wait, Scotland because they didn't really the get. A, they didn't Raw? get a very good show. I hate how the beginning of every Raw is segueing what happened last week and continuing over. Can I also say that it does? I don't yes, understand. There shouldn't. There should be more of an obvious reason for SmackDown wanting to beat Raw and for Raw wanting to beat SmackDown, but it doesn't feel like it. Other than we just want to, we got. But our even team if they are, they should beat you at Survivor They should have been for months saying like. Every week should be like, we're so much better than SmackDown. And right. then yep. SmackDown every week should have been, somebody on the show should have been saying, we're so much better than Raw. Well, and then when they fight, go like, well, one of us is going to have to shut up now. Mm-hmm. And that's enough for there to be there. But Stephanie, I don't like it anytime they threaten to you fire people that you know they're not going to fire. Me neither. Stephanie McMahon is not going to fire her top five performers. Mm-hmm. That's Most not going definitely. to happen. You know? Um, I hate that kind of thing. Moving, to, actually, moving to, uh, to SmackDown, it's one of the problems I have between the Miz and Daniel Bryan thing. That can never pay off. That's a useless. That's what people feud. got so excited about it because they thought that that meant that Daniel Bryan was going to come back. Feud. He can't wrestle. They they have come out and said that he definitely can't be touched at all. Yeah. They useless have, feud. They can have a mic battle. That's it. That's no. That's it's it. It's putting heat on. It just it's it puts heat on. It works on Miz. Yeah. I, because I'll say this: before he did that promo on Daniel Bryan, you didn't. Nobody, nobody cared, cared about, about Miz. Miz. And now and people now think he's him, a boot. So. And that's why. So that's you know that's why. Because he's like one of the last old school uh, 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 hills. Yeah. He really is. I think that AJ Styles the Miz. The mm-hmm. promo, yeah. the opening promo on SmackDown was the same premise as the opening promo on raw but mm-hmm. they did it so much better yeah they did it was yeah. it was it was i've been hearing a lot how oh, like not just um oh you didn't watch smackdown huh no i didn't but i can so still talk about there's, it there's I can a, listen a few things that happened on the smackdown that it was yeah quite quite interesting so baron it, corbin got kicked off the team team because he didn't want to play got, ball because he, he didn't want to play he's the lone, lone wolf, wolf. Dude, yeah baron corbin yeah. was 10 times better in nxt and they pulled him up too fast i agree too and then uh kalisto came back and talk too much even though they didn't talk about it for months as to why baron I don't like that. I, if you're gonna, I think if you were, if you injure somebody, mm-hmm. whether they're legit injured or storyline right. injured, that guy at some point in every promo should go. Remember what don't I make, did to that I'm dude. gonna do to you okay. what I did to Kalisto. So then, then when Kalisto comes back, everyone's like, "Oh yeah, you know, Kalisto." You don't have to have Shane really, McMahon like, remind people. He's from New York. He's like from Chicago. Yeah. But he's like good. Yeah, he's good. Um, um, he watched a lot of wrestling videos when he was younger. So, so Kalisto came back and injured Baron Corbin okay. the way His Baron team, Corbin hurt. Yeah. So they had to replace him. So now Shane McMahon's going to be on the Team SmackDown. Member. Oh, cool. Which, by the way, if you go back to the last podcast, I said that. Really? Yeah, nice. I did. So. Which I think is going no, to... I said it It would be cool if he was the fifth member, but it'll never happen. So. over here. So, Got it called. And what I, f- I hope they do it earlier... It's going to lead to Shane McMahon versus Brock Lesnar. That's going to happen. And I don't want it to be at Wrestle. I'm tired. Like, so Lesnar has beaten everybody. You know right? what Shane McMahon's going to do, though? What? 
He's going to bring chairs into it. Well, no, yeah. And he's going to beat him down. But if Shane beats, like, it's like, it's like Goldberg. If Goldberg, yes, lose, if Goldberg loses to Lesnar, it's just another win for Lesnar. So what's what's the end game? It's not the answer the yet. Titan but then if Goldberg dude. wins, then there's no point. There's what's no the point, point of Goldberg winning? Goldberg's and, not going to win. And you, he beat Undertaker. on there to build him up for the Hall of Fame, dog. Yeah, another reason why he's gonna lose. He's gonna he's gonna just like, <laughs> like Sting. Sting. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> they bring him on to lose. Like, oh, w- he hate- might he might beat Big Show next week, and then and then Dude, he'll. I hate lose. how they bring Sting on and they try to bring Triple H like it was the feud between the money. And- WCW. Like, Triple H to me was not the one, the guy that was bringing them the money. The no. money there. He's not, but he's Sting the was. but he's the WWE Avenger. Two thousand three, every pay per view match. Let's see the first two pay. It was Royal Rumble. Triple H versus Scott Steiner. Beat Scott Steiner. Beat Scott Steiner again beat uh booker t then he had a rivalry with kevin ash beat kevin ash and then fought goldberg and beat goldberg so 2003 after the alliance thing the year before or was was just triple h beating all the wcw guys and he needed and he just had a list he 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 didn't he needed to check sting off the list like chris jericho that's his job yeah the list Right, so the list of WCW. I'm interested in what else happened. Um, James that's... Ellsworth got made the official oh, mascot. mascot of SmackDown, Team SmackDown, so he's going to be out there. Which how you feel about, style, how do you feel about him? I don't... Oh. So, I, like I remember him. when they had the first episode of Raw Wait, with the brand Wait, is he better extension. than that dude they had from the ECW rebranding? He did. Colin Delaney. Ca- Delaney? Colin that poor Colin guy Delaney? got murdered. Colin Delaney was the Mikey Whipwreck version yeah. for WWE, which did not go over. James yeah. Ellsworth is a thousand times better because yes. it's organic. He mm-hmm. uh, he's a good guy. Like he apparently he owns his own wrestling company yeah. and everything. Well, they've been using him for a long time. If you go back and look at anytime they have extra security, rosebuds, all kinds of stuff, you can it's find James there. Ellsworth all over the background. He just happened to get a promo before he fought Braun, and everyone thought it was the most ridiculous thing that they decided to use him again. That and then they just keep look. using him. It's the no and now he's got the, the no most. Chin music, he's got man. the best. Awesome. He's got the best selling merch on WWE.com right now. Like I want to buy it's one crazy. of his shirts, but I know in like a year from now, you're that's not. not gonna, it's, you're it's never going to wear. I try not to buy. I would. I have so many merch things now that it's the other. If you're shir- not going to wear it. Don't buy it. I was going to do like the uh, thing, the AJ Styles and Chris Jericho shirt. Yeah. I was about to go order the one. Y two AJ. And then I'm like, man, this is completely useless. That was so great that they made a shirt for one show. Yeah. So. James Ellsworth, uh, Dean and AJ are set to fight at uh, uh, TLC. TLC, which is two weeks after Survivor Series. I don't. Like so they're kind of building towards the pay per view after that. I think what's going to happen is that Undertaker's going to come back, and he's going to team with Kane against Orton and Bray Wyatt as well, which is, seems to be just what they do every time Undertaker comes back. How you feel about the Randy Orton and uh, Wyatt? That's. It feels like it's a ripoff of what they did with Daniel, Daniel Bryan, yeah. but it's also weird. I mean, Orton seems like he might be growing. If Orton grows a beard, oh man, it'll be, be so awesome. awesome. That'll be the only thing. It's weird because he's like he's still wearing his. He doesn't fit because you got two guys wearing like pants, t shirts, like and thing. he's wearing his like legit old school sleeveless tights hoodie. and <laughs> stuff like yeah. that. His silly sleeveless hoodie. Wait, do you, did you like? I'm gonna veer off for a second, just one second, because I, I said I wasn't gonna talk about John Cena, but the only thing <laughs> I'll talk about John Cena is. When uh, he was doing that little feud with uh, Bray Wyatt, mm-hmm. I thought that was beautiful, mm-hmm. and that I was like, "Oh man, this is going to be the time when John Cena's going to turn heel and get disgusting and just break all the rules." Never going to happen. But that's never going to happen because because yep. he's the elephant on the pistachio commercial. Well, he might he might now because now he's a, he's part timing and he's not good. The face I hope of the so company. because that. 
that was it won't a, be that as was cool good, but it was good matches and it was yeah. good chemistry. i'm not gonna lie i don't hate john cena i actually think he's fine in the ring I, he, he's, sam he's, sam he's understands him it. as a good aspect the only thing i like i don't even like him on the the silly drama shows like the total divas and it makes me hate mm. him even more because oh he's, he's like pretty pompous on the show well he's and my girlfriend loves it because she says my, my wife loves him <laughs> well no she loves it because oh she's like God. you are exactly like john cena that's why you hate him i, mean, I think that's why oh, wow. i think i'm just wow. like john cena i'm just like damn it that's what it is you, I am John Cena. <laughs> John Cena I, I had John a, had Cena. long hair and a headband. Yeah, but I don't have boobs looking that good. Uh, he's just he's he's hokey, but there's nothing wrong with that. He's just you have to look at him. He's not trying to be Kurt Angle. He's not trying to be any of these things. He's just no, he who can't. he is. When he puts in the STF, uh, he doesn't think I'm going to try and put in a really good looking wrestling hold that looks like it hurts. He's going. I'm just going to my move. And I can I dislike that from a wrestling pure standpoint. Yeah. But also, if I'm watching a John Cena match from a wrestling pure standpoint, I'm gonna be upset no matter what. That's not what he's doing. It's like watching a Hulk Hogan match. Do you and being like, well, he's not really his, wrestling. It's his like, well, career of is almost not. longer, like popular wise, popularity wise, longer than Hulk Hogan's. Mm-hmm. I know that's retarded. Stone Cold joined the company what ninety five or ninety six, and then retired in two thousand three. That's what six years, seven mm-hmm. years. And Cena's been in it's the ridiculous. WWE since 2002 and has been on top since 2005. But you know what that means? That's a long time. He doesn't time. know when to leave and stop stealing money from everybody. Well, no, it's not. And he's know, taking, he is taking a break now, though. Well, it's, well, He's you not know, there all the time. It's the reason he went to SmackDown and everything in the first place. Well, people, it's also... And you see him wrestle these smaller card type things and it's just like, oh, that's, like, that's not him. I expect him to be asking for his rematch from yeah. getting suplex 16 times and stuff like that. Well, WWE had Hogan and Savage and Warrior... And then they retired or went to WCW, so they got the new people, Brett and Sean. But then Sean got hurt, and then Brett left, so they had to replace those, which with Austin and The Rock. And then Austin and Rock left, so they replaced them with Lesnar. Lesnar left. So most of the time when the guard is changing, they're not themselves changing it. It's the people that are there leave. So Cena comes in, and they pick those guys to be their top guys, and they just haven't left yet they haven't gotten hurt orton and cena are still on top because the they now, were booked really young and still can go they'll eventually go it's but if, by the time they finally go i feel like roman will be around so like <laughs> back to rate oh, hating on roman i don't i don't hate roman it mm. sounds like i hate roman i don't like the way i feel like they did a disservice to themselves with and roman. to him and to him it's not his fault. Yeah, it's not our fault. And I actually think he has fault. the like John Cena thing now, where it's fun to boo him. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's what I say. I love. I went to a live event show a few months ago. The best part was when Roman came out mm-hmm. because of, of of having fun with messing with him. He has the the uh, yeah uh, boo thing too. Yeah. Where like people when they first hear his music, they go yeah oh wait no we're supposed to boo. Well, I thought that it was brilliant to put him with Rusev because Rusev's the only guy other than the Miz that genuinely gets booed yeah. and then at hell in the cell Florida there was the championship fr- wrestling there was guys. not only a there was not a, there was not a let's go rusev let's go roman chant there was a let's go rusev rusev chuck sucks chant yeah. at wrestle at a hell in the cell right so you got roman not even involved in the thing people were all on rusev Dude, rusev's getting <laughs> in shape bro i know rusev's doing uh oh, he's gonna lose to lesnar he's not even on the survivor series card so I don't know. her dress outfit was been silly now i'm just talking about silly stuff so that's another um, thing that happened on raw uh sammy zane fought rusev sammy won yes. so now sammy's gonna fight dolph maybe for the intercontinental dolph title fights uh the miz, miz next but week then for the belt so you think do you think uh this dolph ziggler guy is this like i see Shawn michaels that's what he wants to do because he idolizes the guy that's 
he's not even ever going to be on my list, unfortunately. I like the guy. I like him outside the ring. Like, I like yeah, his yeah, I stuff. Yeah, I do too, actually. But I feel like he's just stuck in that mold. and he, he, he He's losing at Survivor he's, Series. He's better as a heel. He is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, when he, yeah. When he, when he had what's-her-face, uh, uh, Guerrero. Guerrero. No, he, oh, AJ that. Lee. Well, yeah, when he was oh, AJ, AJ when Lee he was, and with Big, Big e, e, that was great, yeah. I like that. And then he had, they finally sh- chose a run with him, and then he got a concussion, and then they just haven't Big used him since. Yeah, it was kind of good. Uh, it was the one when he had the really blonde, 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 uh, blonde I hair. See, I love blonde. I love noodle hair Dolph Ziggler. Nice. Yeah. Next week, so is nasty. The, next week is the 900th SmackDown. The Undertaker's coming back. Woo. Edge is going to be there. Edge is going to be there. He can't uh, wrestle either now, so who cares? No, he's going to have a cutting edge. He's going to talk to somebody. Yeah. Uh, I don't like But edge. I mean, Survivor's like Edge? No, they're dead. What? Only, uh, actually, the only edge I like is the brood edge. I <laughs> love. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved uh, cheated on his wife with Lita. The uh, storyline with uh, Matt Hardy? When he was champion. When he cashed in Money in the Bank. Like, yeah. 2006 Edge. That's That was great. I don't like Edge because he's like... He did a he, lot of he, horrible things. He, well, not that he, he, the way he wrestles, Didn't he, have he almost sex plays with Lita in the middle of the ring. Yeah, she got legit naked. Yeah, they sell. I he, can't believe that they did he that. sell. He sold too hard. I liked Christian better as a wrestler. I actually like Christian most people. A lot too. Yeah, but he's a creepy little bastard. So both of them are. Can't their show. I didn't like their CLB. show. I will say that I tried. I tried to like. I tried show. to watch that show. It's bad. It it's, is. Yeah. And I really tried, and I watched all of it. I mean, it's got a very. But I kind of forced myself to watch it. It's got a late night if you were like about to pass out. It has this very you know, early 90s mad TV feel to yeah. it. Like, that's what they were trying to <laughs> yeah. do, and it's not that good. Though. They should have put Space Ghost on it. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. We can't end on Space Ghost. We no, we know. <laughs> it's in on Space Ghost. <laughs> um, we have been Nerds of the Square Circle. You can join us next week. Uh, we release every Friday. You can get in touch with us. There'll be links to everything on the show notes page on someonenerdy.com. Uh, make sure you follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and leave us a review on whatever podcast app you're using. Uh, I want to thank uh, Sam and Phil for being here. Hopefully Thanks we'll for see having us. Uh, Philip. It was a lot of fun. Philip, I'm sorry. Phil, Phil dude is some guy. You hate, you hate Phil, but then I don't you introduce like Phil. yourself as I Phil. I call you Phil when? all the when? time. I don't you were introduced to me as Phil. I do it as a comfort thing at the beginning when I just let people do it, but it's, now we all know each other pretty well. You Everybody's can't, you can't Phil start with Phil and then go to Philip. You can't be like, yeah, that's, that's I'm that's Phil, but you can call me Now people know me, and they're going to feel me now. Philip, I'm sorry. Philip, dude with the headband. The dude with the headband. We are Nerds of the Square Circle. I've been your host, Starf Chris. I'm Sam Jericho. Philip with one L. The dude <laughs> with the headband. Uh, and we'll see you next week. Thank you all very much. Bye.